and welcome everybody to another episode of a talk of opportunity at night nights and i say that because it's like 7 p.m which is like way past my bedtime it's dark out so it's, it's dark i'm scared it's scary it's spooky times we're gonna ha- we are definitely gonna have some free domain jazz for yes. our for our sting. i decided i decided not i decided not to live stream this one because it's so dark that we have candles we look like we look like we're gonna summon cthulhu or something over here i mean i'm more of a yog sawdoth guy myself but you know hey <laughs> no, it's, whatever it's too complicated you do it's, just, it's, it's, it's it, it, people don't know who that is cthulhu everybody knows what cthulhu yeah, is cthulhu is just the the embodiment of chaos though he you you, you want yog sawdoth because he has cosmic knowledge now granted your your mind's gonna break but still it's better. but you don't want that you want to experience the chaos as long as it's die. not you know it's fine as long as it's not near Nar- 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 oh no good. no no that's good. Not, no, 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 no that's that's a big that's a big no hard yeah no no not at all no, <laughs> no. I really don't care who you. I don't care who you summon, just as long as it's not that fucker. We need, he we still need, owes me twenty bucks, by the way. We need to do an episode on Call of Cthulhu, man. <laughs> just can you imagine? Y'all let the payback, and I borrow like twenty bucks. I promise, I'll, I'll, I'm good for it. Oh yeah, sure. I'm through a portal inside of like a, one of the yeah one of the it's just like one, it, of, the, one of the cultists. It's like it just, it just as this like chaotic old being goes away. Like I'm never gonna see that twenty bucks again. Am I? <laughs> But you're like that guy who like really hunts down whoever owes you money. Yeah, like he's like in space in the middle, like chaotic, uh, pays astral energy, and you're just like floating by. He's like, hey man, you got you got my twenty bucks, dude. I he get, leaves all that. my Facebook messages on red. Like I know you can see this. I see your icon next to it. <laughs> because of course I will have a Facebook page. Yeah, of course. Why not? Because yeah. why why wouldn't why wouldn't the beings of chaos and destruction be a part of Facebook? <laughs> they all <laughs> fucking I mean, Zuckerberg's already... probably one of them. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> He surely looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So, oh, we no. What what happened? No, we're not talking about Cthulhu. We are continuing or continuing our four part uh, season finale. Uh, deep dive into the Shadowfell part three. The Shadowfell bam, strikes bam. back <laughs> again. No, wait, no. The, it's, Wait, Return of the Shadowfell. Last one was Shadowfell Strikes Back, and then the next one right. will be the Last Shadowfell, <laughs> which which some people will polarize. Some people like I thought it was really good, I like the direction it was going, and they'd be like, oh, I did, I, I, you know, they threw away a lot of good concepts. They didn't explain how the Knights of the Shadowfell got it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that joke got old immediately after I said yep, it. Yep, that's what I said. It's okay. I can I can I can edit it out. You're not. I'm not. But today we're talking about four more domains of dread from the book. Uh, we treat this podcast like rich. We treat this podcast like how cavemen treat the fucking mammoths. We leave nothing <laughs> on the cutting room floor. <laughs> nothing. Anyway, you get everything. The, the burps and everything. Yeah, of course. It's for authenticity. <laughs> and it's not because it's not because of an art, it's an artistic choice. It's because I'm too lazy to. Edit the whole no, thing. man. It's like modern art, dude. Like it's like you get to live in with us. <laughs> you get to live in us. In, the <laughs> in us. <laughs> Damn it, Andrew! I'm trying to explain that we have two other episodes with eight other domains of trends. <laughs> so if you're jumping in this episode, we are starting with Icath. Is that how you say Icath? Icath or Icath? I like I like I like Icath better. I was gonna say I like Icath because I'm Hispanic. But if you want to see some of the other ones, some of the cool ones, some Borka Game of Thrones stuff, some space spooky shit. Uh, Zombieland, like those are in the previous episode. So make sure to check those out and follow us. Uh, give us some love and leave a comment if you hate everything because we just want anybody, anybody to listen. So with that, 
Before we get started, we gotta roll the music. So, here's the music. Oh wait, oh wait, wait, hold on. I gotta, wait, what I music? Gotta play. I gotta play the music. Wait, that was the intro? That was the intro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Before we get started, as traditions dictates, we need to sacrifice the virgin. Okay. I mean, uh, we have to talk about our coffees and teas. What are you drinking today? I'm actually drinking, because it's 7.30 at night, <laughs> I'm, drink I'm drinking Sprite, because I'm not making coffee. Wow. I'm not making coffee at 7.30 at night, dude. I, I already get precious little sleep to begin with, so. That's, that sounds like you're not committed to the show, man. I, oh. Okay, we're gonna have to talk to the producer, Mr. Fucking Arizona Tea. <laughs> it's technically tea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. I, mean... I had a can. Okay. <laughs> and it is tea, and it was funny. Well, since you're drinking freaking Sprite, do you want to read the ingredients to tell people what where it comes from? <laughs> what do you mean where it comes from? It comes from like a power plant. It's like runoff. From... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely healthy for you. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking well, zero percent juice, lemon lime soda. What's your what's your fucking drink? <laughs> I'm drinking tea, cause I'm a real person. Um, so last time I realized that I was drinking the same tea I drank the three previous episodes, cause I buy a freaking big bag, so I want to use it. Oh, the jasmine, uh, what's it called? Yeah, ja jasmine, jasmine Jin Hao. Jin Hao. But yeah. But I went to a Daggio, a Daggio Teas, and right. I got these little packets. I'm pretty sure it's called a Daggio, but okay. it's, it's a Daggio. A Daggio. A Daggio. A Daggio. So they send you like these tiny little packets for you to like. This was I was supposed to drink this on June twentieth, mm. but 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 I didn't. <laughs> Did it expire June twentieth? No, no, oh, okay. no. That's, that's it's like the next one's like June twenty first or whatever. Oh, anyway. so it's like an advent calendar of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have the name of the actual tea. It just says a black tea. <laughs> so it's not helping me. I don't However, know. You figure this shit out. I'm, I'm committing to this because I don't. there's two things I don't like. I don't like cinnamon. Or I like cinnamon, but I don't like the cinnamon on like certain things. Like, like cake or cinnamon, whatever. Fine. Mm. But I don't like cinnamon, and I don't like, I don't, I don't like ginger. This black tea is black tea, cinnamon, and ginger. <laughs> Wait, you don't like ginger? No, really. I like ginger, but I don't like ginger drinks. Mm. And ginger ale, ginger ale is not ginger drinks. Um, I mean, I don't blame you. Ginger beer is kind of like, mm. yeah. It's like eating. Anyways, it's like drinking it, floor cleaner. <laughs> yeah. So is is a black tea, cinnamon, ginger, apple pieces, rose hip, hibiscus, cardamom, oranges, cloves, raspberry flavor, vanilla flavor, raspberry, apple flavor, cinnamon flavor. Marigold flowers, orange peels, and lemon balm. Lot 042021C. That sounds like a lot. So, yeah, I know. So you're essentially drinking an apple pie. Yeah, apple pie. That's that's with black tea. All right. We got his reaction, folks. He's putting down the cup. Ooh, that's actually really good. Mmm, see? The apples and the hibiscus brings it all nicely together. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the ginger and the cinnamon just kind of like tie it up. I, I would yeah, yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
that what I don't like about ginger drinks is sometimes gingers, the ginger's just like pow on your face. Like, mm. it's just, it's, that's it. It's just ginger overwhelms everything else. So I'm not I'm not a big fan of ginger for the most part because of that. I made but, a, I made a mistake of drinking ginger beer one time thinking it would be like a more authentic ginger ale, and actually no. burnt like the top of my lip. Oh really? Yeah, because it was that strong. After they had that much ginger <laughs> in it. Damn, yeah. my dog is going crazy. All right, anyway, let me take another sip. Let me start. Yeah. You got let let it. Let it cook. Let it cook. The you really got. You really got to. You, you got. You got to air it in. <laughs> no. What? What you got to do is you got to breathe in through your nose, and out your mouth, and then, right. and then that like. You got to do some breathing. Exercise. I breathe out of my mouth, and the tea's just spilling out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, you have to drink it first. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Let's get started. Sorry. We continue our exploration of the domains of dread. Back into the mists. Ooh. Andrew, kick it off with your paragraph that you wrote three weeks ago. That I totally didn't, like, crap out, like, 20 minutes before this podcast. <laughs> no, we're <laughs> professionals. We, we, prep, we prep a very long time. Actually, yeah. I, I, actually, I did, I did prep this one, so that's fine. <laughs> You're breaking the illusion. People think that we know things. No, I actually took the time because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not reliving the embarrassment of last episode. So Yeah, if you guys want to know about that embarrassment, you should go listen. I mean, to happy. be perfectly honest with you, it's like I read Hazlick and I'm like, I got nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got so much hate mail. Did we really? No, nobody cares. <laughs> fuck these, fuck these people. I wasn't even listening to this podcast. But fuck them. <laughs> Not like that one guy that got really angry about Vecna. <laughs> he didn't get angry. He was disappointed, which I don't know is yeah, worse. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's worse because it could have been like a really big fan of ours, and now he's he even he even anymore. said like, "Hey, I like the podcast, but uh, you could have done some more research." I'm like, he is so fucking right. <laughs> yeah, it was like disappointing your parents. Like I'm sorry, Mr. Stranger from the internet. Yeah, we'll do better next I time. I won't let you down. And then <laughs> 20 episodes later, we keep letting him down. We, Anyways, yeah, right. of course. <laughs> this all is right. the episode where you get let down, mm-hmm. just like life. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> mm. All right. There's a caveat to this, though, Andrew. What? We can't spend one hour talking about one <laughs> domain of trade. I don't think we will. I, I I don't think we will this time, only because I don't, I don't think so either. And I think we we're on the same page. Yeah. Just based on your reaction. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, so go. All right. Ekath. So we're going to wander back into the mists, and our journey <laughs> takes us to Ekath. I'm going to get a smoke machine for this segment. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Just have it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Jose. The alarm goes off. The <laughs> alarm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Landlord. All right, My everyone box. out. We got to go. Come on. Sing up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Try though you might to quiet your steps, the soles of your leather boots rang out like sirens against the paved stone roads amongst the mansion. You thought at first it was madness to try to make it to the Guayhut Center, but food had run out. You can't even remember how long ago. Sleep, def- sleep deprivation had eroded your instincts, and every day you walk a mental tightrope to evade the ever-growing comfort of a warm bed. Now even the prospect of food causes your stomach to tighten the knots. Suddenly, far away and ethereal, a bell tolls. Though distant, it cuts through the quiet like a knife and causes you to jump in panic. You have to find a hiding place, somewhere where they can't see you. In a darkened alleyway, you find shelter, just in time to see a floating cadaver, arms outstretched, float by inches off the ground wearing ceremonial silks. 
You catch your breath in your throat as you watch it gently pick up a body of someone that passed out from exhaustion and return them to your home. And you can't shake how silently it moves. It makes your skin crawl. Suddenly, and perhaps from a nearby cart or stand, a persimmon rolls into your view. Wrinkled, but not ruined by rot, it's the most delicious thing you've seen all day. Somewhere in the distance, the street roars and rumbles as they shift like they do every other night. You can't bear it any longer. The very sight of the fruit is intoxicating and you reach out to partake in it. But not before a clammy corpse hand grabs your wrists and suddenly you're face to face with a fanged ghoul as it breathes in your life force. The last thing you see before you die is a persimmon sitting in the streets. Ecat people, let's get into it. Ooh. All right, uh, let me let me play uh, Enter Sandman real quick. <laughs> down, down, man. <laughs> yeah, at the end. Boom, in it. Yeah, the corpse is James Hetfield. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh, mid mid tier, late early nineties <laughs> thrash metal. <laughs> His hair is great, but damn! Uh. <laughs> All right, so I was reading. I was reading this, and um, at first, I I don't. I, I'm a little confused as to how, like, it what works. the goal of this one is, and yeah, and how it works really. Because so the whole premise of this is that the whole town's asleep, mm-hmm. except for like a few people, right? And there's two worlds. One that's parallel to it. One of them is the dream world of uh, what's her name. Uh, the Dark Lord, seeing Chang, yeah, yeah, which is perfect. It's everything she wanted with her daughters and all the things. The, the town is, you know, uh, they don't really go into detail, but I'm imagining like all the roads are sh- like perfectly aligned, they're like beautifully clean, like buildings are gorgeous and all this stuff. And then she wakes up, you know, for what I understand, <clears throat> sees the real world, which is essentially a maze. Like this whole, her whole city is just falling apart. The streets are dirty. Like there's like dead corpses everywhere, people sleeping all over the place. And she has this army of people, which is pretty cool, by the way, that comes in when she rings the bell. Not people, I'm sorry, they're like ghouls. What are they called again? They're, they're called the, uh, Jing, 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 the Yangshi. Yeah, Yangshi. <clears throat> Yangshi, yeah. And they come in and they just like start like essentially remodeling the city every mm-hmm. night. They just grab like a section of the city and it changes. So I'm imagining like the same vibes as like that, uh, like uh, the Goblet of Fire, that maze that moves. You know, towards the end. I'm yeah. imagining that, but with the city. And there's only a few people that are actually awake. And they're, if, if they find that you're awake, they'll kill you. Because you're supposed to be sleeping. Feeding your energy to this Dark Lord. So, this so I, I I was looking into it. And it seems like the end goal here. If you if you were to have an adventure into Icath. Uh, Icath. The end goal here would either to be just defeat Xiang Chang. Or... Right. or uh, it says it says near the end of the of the ecaf uh, segment to disrupt the dream. I think I think what okay. she's trying to do is that she's just trying to subjugate everybody into like the sort of dream like prison. Yeah. And so if you were to disrupt that dream, because her because her dream is the idealized version of the actual city, like the actual right. city is ruined and desolate, but the dream Which- version is what what her paradise would be. So right. If, Which is so- which is for what I understand. Oh no! I think I'm confusing it with one that's coming out later on. But yeah, you're right. It's it's the idea. Yeah. So 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 we have so we have regular Ecath, and then we have Dream Ecath, and regular Ecath is full of people that are emaciated. They're hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, food is. They, it's described that food is literally more valuable than gold. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, getting vibes of like secret uh, the secret city of China type situation. You know, like mm-hmm. 
like that kind of like like overlord overlord like fascism i guess you could say and it's it's also kind of described that <laughs> the way that it is uh built you can't escape from the city like the city is a maze right and, right, right right and it's and it's purposely it made is- it's purposely made to change every night which is why this is one of the few domains of dread that doesn't have a map i think this is the only other one besides blutespur that has no physical map because yeah, yeah, how exactly. can you map an ever-changing city? <laughs> yeah, and I, I think uh, this is so. Last last episode, we went through a couple of dark lords that we were like, you know, this dark lord is just an asshole. Like we can't like there's no like mm-hmm. redeeming f- uh, factors for any for for. Uh, Haslick like, was an asshole. The, all the other okay, ones Haslick like, was okay. the asshole. <laughs> well, yeah, but man, every single dark lord of the next four that we're gonna talk about, like I, like I fell for them. Yeah. You know, even this one because one of the big things with her is that she loves spending times with her daughters. Yep. And, um, her, and before we before we get that, do you want to go on the Dark Lord's backstory? Okay, so so what the dark the Dark Lord of this one's backstory? Her name was Seeing Chang, and yeah. it doesn't describe what land she comes from. It just says she was a uh, part of definitely def- definitely not from the east, past the desert after the Mm-mm. red no, wizards no. of day. Not at all. No, it probably it's probably somewhere along the sword, sword coast. Anyways, <laughs> but the land she the, her homeland was in it's, 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 it's Chinatown and and oh, no. <laughs> man, you know I don't the Peking duck is so fucking good there, but Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um. But her homeland was invaded by barbarians, and yeah. and because of that, she um she and it says that her and along with some other people like of her homeland were pretty much refugees, and they they were forced to flee their home, and somehow along the way she she literally got under the wing of a gold dragon, which is cool as hell. Yeah, a gold <laughs> dragon found a uh, uh, found her and took care of her. And taught her how to use magic and stuff, um, mm-hmm. because it describes that she she might have had an already like adeptness to magic, or either way, the gold dragon taught her how to use magic. Right. So, using her knowledge of the arcane, she wanted to seek revenge against the barbarians that evaded her home. Yeah. And the gold and dragon, the dragon was like, "Yeah, the gold not dragon about that like, life, man." Yeah, gold dragon's like, "Dude, uh, quest for revenge. You had to end up digging two graves, <laughs> so we're not doing that." Yeah. So she discovers in her in her research that there is a magic bell that if you ring it, your dreams come true. The only thing is that it requires the scale of a gold dragon. Now, every dark Lord thus far has had a single moment in their, in their past where it's like, okay, this is the reason why you're in the dread domain. Yeah. (laughs) This one coming up might be the reason why, but there's also some other reasons too. I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is just the first, like, push of the snowball and then it gets worse after that yeah so cn chang decides okay i'm just going to i'm gonna drug the gold dragon i'm gonna whip up a potion just drug the gold dragon take just pluck a single right. uh, scale get out and he'll never know <clears throat> she messes up the concoction um makes it very much more powerful than it needs to be and reduces the gold dragon to powder leaving only a single yeah. gold scale um, and not just the dragon, the gold dragon, but the whole horde and everything. Yep. And it's, Treasure, it's everything gone. Everything, so it's just yeah. poof, everything except for a single gold scale. So she takes the gold, she takes the golden scale, creates her her magical bell out of it. It's described as dragging it back to the city, and then rings the bell. All the barbarians within the city of her homeland die, just bleh, just immediately die, and then. And so then it's no trouble at all getting the barbarians that were patrolling the outskirts of the city and killing them too. 
Um, she is naturally elected as leader for saving her homeland. And and it's described actually that Ekath is like a uh like a monument to like education and yeah, stuff like, like that. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, it's like a renaissance type thing. Yeah, exactly. They definitely go through a renaissance. But then it just describes that the people are frustrated by her stern grasp on, on the laws well, it wasn't, and stuff. It wasn't so much that. It was one of those things that she was in power for so long. People forget the things that she did and why she did them. Yeah. You know, so you had this new generation of people who just came in. It's like, man, why is everything so strict? Yeah. And, and it wasn't and it wasn't like she did anything terrible it was just frustration and then eventually things got to a boiling point and she was fearing rebellion and so she decided in her infinite wisdom to kill people to assassinate the would-be heads of this rebellion and that's when things actually boiled over the rebellion was now with blood being spilled the rebellion kicked off into a frenzy um and they stormed her castle and they killed her. They killed her family. She was the only one that survived. And so, in her last, in her last ditch attempt to, I don't know, try to save whatever remnants of her homeland again, a second time, she rings the bell. But this time, when she rings the bell, it cracks. And when it cracks, it describes that this mist pours out of the bell. And then, when it settles, we're in the uh, domain of dread that is. Well, I, I like that. It's proper. It's- it makes it the way it describes it is almost like 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 sand dust, mm-hmm. like this golden flakes. Yeah, it's like a gold from the. Does it describe yeah. it as a golden dust? I think you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah, golden mist across yeah. the land from yeah. the bell itself. So, yeah, which is so like a uh, Sandman type situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it makes sense because that's what that's what the whole uh, that's what the um, the whole thing is that it's it's sleep <laughs> like this is. Like, like, I think, like we said before, I think, the real Ekath and the dream Ekath. Yeah, right. But I think that I think that it's you're right. Like it doesn't have a moment. Like all the other ones were so violent, and the, like the reason was very clear as to why they got dra- uh, dragged into the domains of dread mm-hmm. and got their own domain. Too. But this one, like, yeah, she killed a dragon, but it wasn't her fault. And like, adventurers kill dragons all the time. Yeah. Even even good aligned dragons, you know. Um, it wasn't her fault. She 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 kind of like, oops! I put too much uh, nightshade on this, and now he's not waking up. My bad, you know. He she did rule this land, and it was essentially like like we said earlier, a big old renaissance under her under her reign. Um, and she just happened to have rebellion. Yeah. Uh, you know, like any other ruler out there, did she go a little too crazy? Not crazy. I don't, I don't want to say crazy because that brings. Uh, Images of like the mad mad king type situation. She, she just def- she's like, hey, I want to be in power, and you know, like, not re- not rebels, please. Definitely, like, definitely a bit more paranoid about her city falling a second time. Yeah, and, right. And 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 she oh, she definitely overreacted. Did she though? I mean, like, she killed people that <laughs> she thought was head- spearheading the rebellion. I mean, that's like no, but but it's that enough to get a domino? If that is the case, then no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's enough to get your own personal hell. But it is. But it is like okay, you could have. Yeah, you know. I, I like <laughs> to think that it's kind of like a mixture of the dragon, you know, mm-hmm. the scale that she took without permission, the scale that made the bell cracking and i think it's but there's not like a definite like oh my god she is the devil like she needs yeah, to be it's taken not to the domain of dread. it's not just one thing it's definitely like 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 she like either could have yeah. accidentally poisoned a dragon or accidentally like start a rebellion and she would have been fine right. but i think it was the fact that it was the two that like the dark powers like mm, okay yeah here you go 
you know, yeah. here's your, you want it, your city, here it is. Right, and the sad thing about this whole thing is that she's a very tragic kind of figure because all she wants to do, and it says that in the book, is she just wants to spend time with her daughters. Mm-hmm. And, and she brought her daughters back to life. Well, the problem is that, I know, in the, in the dreams, there are the perfect daughters. They're just like they were. She spends hours and hours upon hours with them. They're beautiful, um, you know, but she knows that they're fictitious. And she knows that there's some real daughters out there in the real ICAF. Yeah, the the real, quote-unquote, yeah. real daughters in the in the reality of ICAF or ECAF is uh, horrifying, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's one described being made entirely of teeth. Um, yep. If you just want to, you know, kind of throw one out there, and and there, I mean, some of these are some of these are more tragic figures, and some of these are more horrifying. One is described as being essentially a dryad and can't leave a courtyard, um, yeah. and there, and then there's the one that's just made of fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got, Which, we, I mean, we got the teeth golem. That's <laughs> yeah, that's that's very much a uh, uh, topophobia, topophobia when there's like a, a cluster of like things together. Mm-hmm. Fuel. I forgot the name of the phobia, but and it's very tragic because she knows that they're alive and she knows that they're in the real world, and, but she doesn't want to face her reality. The thing, you know, the 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 thing is though is that if for whatever reason, and, and this might be one of her torments for whatever reason, if all of her daughters fall asleep at the same time, the dream daughters are replaced by the reality of. Them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that part of the torment? It, it it's it's part of disru- Actually, it's part of disrupting the dream, which might be oh, one, yeah, yeah. which might be one of the things you have to do. You might have to convince all four daughters to go to sleep at the same time, or something like that, right. or or you might have to like I don't know, use a sleeping potion or some crap. Um, right. Talking about that, do you want to go over the, the the torments real quick? Yeah, for this Dark Lord. Let's see. Yeah, I think it's only three. Mm-hmm. Um, her one of her one of her um. Well, I mean, obviously, one of her torments is that her daughters are monstrosities. She yeah. uh, she is known to publicly avoid them in the real mm-hmm. world, but spends all the time she can with them in the dream world. Um, she she is trying to rid her city of any imperfections. Um, her dream city, not the real city. She, I, I, I think she doesn't even care about the, the real city anymore. No, she, no, no. For what, for what I understand, she wants to bring the perfection of the dream city to the real city, and that's one of the torments. The torments because she keeps all of her scrolls. She keeps like what she does in the dream city, like scry. Oh and yeah. She tries to, yeah. Yeah, and then she tries to do it in the real city, and it just keeps getting more and more um, disorganized. Yeah, because you can't you can't just level a, a city block and then move another part of the mansions in there. Which, by the way, we say the mansions. They're not actual mansions. It's just rows and rows and rows of houses, yeah. which I would assume yeah. would probably be townhouses to definitely make it more disorienting. So it's just like, you know, yeah. a wall it'll, with it'll windows. Look the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's the fact that she can't make her dream her dream an actual reality, but then on top of that, she is she's described as being like a perfectionist. Like if if, yeah. if even one iota of the reality is different from the dream, it's like nope, we're starting all over again. So she is constantly rearranging Ecath and can't yeah. just can't get it. Like she can't crack the code as to why yeah. Ecath is not matching up with the yeah. her dream of it. Yeah, which um, is kind of like it's like a kind of take a, a kind of a cool take on like lucid dreaming, mm-hmm. you know, like the whole concept of it. Like when you when you're like lucid dreaming, like things 
are warped in a way that you it looks right to you, but it's warped differently. You know, yeah. like if you try to draw your dream type situation, the drawing is not gonna look like how it looked in your dream. There, I so, I, I would definitely cool how they did that. If I'm running an adventure in here, I would definitely have a moment where. Like there's some sort of like device that the characters have to look into, and it, like like a watch or something. Yeah. And then and then they look at the watch and they realize it's going backwards. Like, oh no, I'm in the dream. Oh shit. And that's yeah. another thing too. If you're having an adventure here, you can't take a long rest in Ecath because yeah. the moment you fall asleep, you're part of the you're part of the prison. Which yeah. I mean, I don't know if that might be something you have. You, like maybe you have to like inception it and go further into the dream and. Oh man, you know, that'd be. Well, that'd be an interesting concept just going between dream and real world, you know, like finding like, oh, what she's going to do next based on what the real dream, I mean, based on what the dream is and then go to the real world to try to like circumvent that but and not get trapped in the maze. Does it even describe that you can wake up from the dream of Ecan? No, it, you're, you're not supposed to. Yeah. So you can wake somebody up from the dream just by shaking them or whatever, but you cannot. You cannot personally wake up, by, wake by up own, from yeah. it. Okay. Somebody will be like, like, like Inception, you know, like fucking throw like a chair onto a bathtub to wake you up. I mean, that would definitely be something where it's like, okay, we have to get something. We have to get an item that 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 we need to I don't know, convince one of the one of the daughters to go into the dream. But it actually is in the dream itself. So we have yeah. to send one person in there. And the yeah. rest of us because the Jingxi are always moving around while the yeah. city is uh, reinventing itself. So it's like, okay, we'll send one person in there and the rest of us will stay on guard against these ghouls and stuff. And everyone's sleep deprived, so they have to make mm -hmm. constitution saves and whatnot and, you know, exhaustion. And it's, yeah. yeah. And then and then yeah. on top of that, you're talking about food. <laughs> yeah. I love how one of the details is that when you wake somebody up, oh, by the way, because there's there's commoners all throughout the city, mm -hmm. like on the street, like, you know, leaning against walls, on the floor, in houses piled on top of each other. They're all just sleeping. Yeah. All of them. Yep. You can wake them up, and as soon as you wake them up, the hunger of all that time that they've been asleep hits them at once. Yep. So, so they'll, yeah. so they'll probably just, I, it, I would really nail it home and have somebody wake somebody up, and they just immediately, and then just like you know, mm -hmm. just, just turn into a mummy right yeah. then and there in front of them and yeah. just dry out and everything. Um, yeah. This is definitely an adventure I would probably put on like the lower levels. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, and short too. I will keep it. It'll be like a one or two, like like a one-off. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would probably keep this around five sessions, maybe. Maybe less. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But less not more than, than that. that. Well, no, I mean, I I, I I would just imagine five sessions. Five sessions that we play, like three hours at a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not like five sessions where people play from like eleven a.m. to like eleven p.m. Yeah, because <laughs> I I don't imagine the actual city of Ecath is very. Um, large but yeah. a lot of it's got to be every night the city changes and mm -hmm. and and so just man just think of the logistics of how to run that adventure as a nightmare but i'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. it can be done and, it, and it'd be improvisation really is going to be a big part of it i think yeah because, um, because be there's no there's no way you can prepare there's no landmarks so you're just yeah. you're just going to have to come up with a lot of house rules on the fly just mm -hmm. be like okay the the places roll a d20 that many minutes away from where you're at right now or something like right. that so yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot you can work with here but there's also a lot of potential for um yeah something really cool and really really yeah. freaky and then, i can think of a lot of like restrictions too like you have a ranger who like urban is like their 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 favorite terrain or whatever like mm -hmm. yeah i got this and then you're like oh wait 
it's all changed. Like you can't decipher where you are anymore. Yeah. Wait. Because yes, you're familiar with cities, but this city changes constantly. Yeah. Or like a mage, and it can't do any like area of effect uh, attacks because there's innocent civilians mm-hmm. littered throughout everywhere. You know, so you have to be very precise about things, like little things like that. Like you said earlier, with like being exhausted. You know, have like a level of exhaustion if you fail like whatever many because you're sleep deprived, or having like not everybody can sleep at the same time, so somebody has to be in charge and waiting. And then that person, if they go down, everybody's asleep, so nobody can do anything. You know? I, like little things like that. Ironically, it seems like this this area kind of what's the word? It it um. It promotes anti-violence because yeah. you can't you can't be fighting in the city because there's way too many innocent people just literally lying in the streets. Mm-hmm. But you also can't really fight in the dream because there's yeah. no monsters in the dream. Like the dream is like yeah. an idealized version of the city. So why would there be monsters yeah. in it? You yeah. know. Also, I love another, another little detail. I love is how they describe that. Like when the the what do they call the Jian Sheng or whatever the little the ghouls come around mm-hmm. and they start working in the city, they like very carefully move the sleeping body. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they just pick them up and just move them. But if you're if you're alive, they're going right for you. Oh yeah, like ha ha yeah, and they just they just pounce on you. It does say that there's like a small like rebel rebellion group like that don't like sleep like you know what i mean like civilians are actually awake so yeah. you know you can do stuff it's not like it's just the adventures there's other people there but they're always trying to find a safe place and also the ghouls are not there all the time for what i understand they come in at midnight when yeah, she they rings come, the bell yeah they come in at night when she when she rings the bell so yeah so describe why she rings the bell other than to reset the dream it's just to reset the dream just because she's okay. constantly working on the dream you know okay her torment okay. is that she her, her dream can is not perfect so yeah. she has to keep working on it. Um, yeah. So this, I think, I think this adventure, like you said, I think this is a lower level, shorter, shorter, um, shorter uh, gameplay type situation. I just like that how tragic this this figure is. I really do, and See, I feel like you you have you have a lot of room to actually go in there and develop the story and um, and give, have the player actually care for the bad guy at some point. You know, like yeah. when, and and have little bits of pieces here and there of like how you reveal that these monstrosities are the daughters like mm-hmm. you know like oh crap like you can't really kill them you know like they like this this is somehow connected and it could be very chaotic because of like the ever-changing map but i think i think there's a lot of room there for like a very intimate adventure well yeah it, e- like the, it, it the even baddie s- and, and the adventure and the adventure it, adventuring it, party it even says that each of the daughters they just want something like they just yeah. like like the uh, the one that's a the the one that's a ghoul. All she wants, she just wants her favorite dessert, and that's why yeah. she's constantly haunting the the Guahu Center, which is the only place that has food for some reason. Yeah, yeah, you know, and like and the one that's a dryad, she just wants she wants flowers from her mother's garden, or she just wants someone to sleep under her tree. That's it. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like, like you know, it's, it's very tragic. I love it. It's like just reading it makes you like, oh my god, this is very sad. Yeah, but then yeah. you look at the artwork for for a Jingxi, and you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. This this, yeah. this is like a weird like kind of. I, I would say it's like a weird like Resident Evil adventure mm-hmm. where it's like in and out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got a day. You know, kind yeah. of. So. But, no, I agree with that 100. Like it's this is I, I like to think because of the whole like sleep deprivation uh, aspect of the storytelling mm-hmm. that there's no like it's not gonna be like oh let's take a long rest and, uh, three times in one session you know what I mean like yeah. I'm imagining this like it's a very like hour by hour of the day adventure I, you know I, like it's because I, I mean uh, human body uh, humans cannot usually sl- 
go without sleep for longer than you know a week. Yeah, there. I mean, there's rules for it in the player's handbook. Every day you go without sleep, you gain. You have to roll a Constitution save, or you gain a level of exhaustion. Yeah, and and I would definitely have it be something like if you all go to sleep, if if there's not a certain item that you get, which is like I don't know, like waking powder, some crap like that. But like, or like waking salts. But like, if you don't get this certain item by this time, and you all fall asleep, it's game over. Like that's it. Right. And right. this this would be the one place where a sleep spell is the scariest fucking thing. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, if you th- if dude, if you think about it, like, I like to imagine, like, let's say that people don't. There's not like a special item that like wakes you up or keeps you safe from the dream, the the, the whole dream thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, it, people start like. Okay, so two people have to stay guard in order in order for the other three to rest, and then next day they'll switch around. You know, yeah, you can do that, but eventually everybody's gonna start building up exhaustion. Yeah, if you think about it, you know what I mean. It because act- otherwise, if they keep waiting for other people to sleep while other people's guard, there's not a lot that's gonna get done, and then you gotta start splitting out the party, and like it gets really messy. It so actually, it, can- it, it actually describes. Sorry, I don't I don't want to interrupt you, but I just. Before we keep going, I don't want to interrupt you, but I might interrupt. Well, no, you. no, I'm just saying it actually describes that under the part that says "dreaming the dream," you can't, mm-hmm. you can't get rid of exhaustion by taking long rests in ECAF. Oh, well, there you go. So you're just stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and that's I think that's why it should be a very short adventure. Yeah, I I would probably have it be like one, maybe two days, just to kind of yeah. get the whole moving city. You definitely yeah. want the moving city part in there. Yeah. Just to kind of be like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, you want the actual Inception moving city. Yeah, just, yeah where it folds in on itself. <laughs> but no. Just, <laughs> it's just it's just one of the goals, like, rolling up the, the street. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, like, do you question that you're dreaming? Because, like. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and and I, I definitely throw parts where it's just, where it just, like, roll, like, secret constitution saves, like, mm-hmm. after a point. Where it's like, okay, I, oh, like, I'm the rogue. I'm going to go sneak ahead and stuff. And the party's like, all right, this guy's taking a while. What's taking so long? And you go, and he just like... Oh, and, man. But, but then the rogue is infiltrating the mansion. It's like, everything's perfect. He's like, whoa, man, I found all this food and stuff. And then he goes back, he's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and then he realizes that yeah. he's in the dreams. Like, oh, man, yeah. I'm in so much trouble right now. Yeah. I So I, I definitely like this one in the sense that it's different it's not concrete it has a very somber tone to it or at least that's how i would run it yeah you know i can see a lot of like really like really quiet moments where like people just re- or the players will just realize things of the background of the dark lord uh, that they will at some point i mean i think i would be like oh man i don't want to kill her i kind of wanted to save her yeah by reuniting her with her daughters, like so that's such a th- sad thing. I would so, so a lot of potential there for sure. I would definitely. Uh, I I I'm just gonna say this one piece, and I think we should move on. But I, okay. I I would definitely in um, session zero for this adventure be like, yeah, this the city is being held hostage by this evil mage, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and yeah. just kind of set up expectations, and then realize she's just more or less the victim of circumstance. Yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah, she made some bad moves in her past and stuff like that, but it's like, like maybe the dark powers are not this like binary justice. Maybe they are, maybe they can be cruel and petty and, you know, redemption is not off the table for, for this character. So, you know, yeah, but talking about, talking about, uh, tragic, (laughs) more tragic figures. Oh my no! I know it just, it just gets worse and worse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's let's move on to Calacari. 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 
Ca- no, it's Calicari. <laughs> no, it's Calicari. Uh, Calamari. Um, Calamari. Calicari. All yeah. right, okay. Andrew. Calicari. Calicari. Okay. Hit us. The oncoming storm causes the trees to bow, uh, bow as you find yourself at the forest's edge. A thunderclap roars and a lightning strike eliminates the smaller of two mountains of which the temple nests on its crown. You wheel around in fury to your guide. An old man nearly doubled over in age, his face a white, uh, a winding canyon of wrinkles. You old fool, you shout against the rain. You brought us to the lesser of vo- Vokchalam. No, no, young master, the old man says with a wave of his gnarled hand. Most are foolish, and the ambition of these fools lead them to believe the greater Vochalum is the one they seek, when all that lies inside is death. You better be right, or all that lies for you is death, you snarl, hand on your scimitar. You hope your words don't reflect the growing anxiety in your soul of the promise of glory the tiger-headed demon offered you when you laid ruin to the sapphire throne. Amongst the vine-covered stone of the lesser temple, you kneel in front of the many-armed god statue in supplication and pray for the power that was whispered to be bestowed upon the worthy. Guide my fury and let the false Maharani be crushed under my heel, you whispered, and suddenly you feel it, a tingling at first, from the bottom of your spine traveling up. This must be it. The Bochalam saw me worthy and will now make me a god amongst men. But then a bolt of pain runs through your through you. Your back arches as your shoulder blades elongate in the wings. Your arms fold into your ribs and your head begins to stretch and expand. Your screams fill the temples, but underneath it lies the cackling of an old man. Now you will be another wyvern in Ramya's service, you ambitious fool. Now you will serve that which you hate and destroy those you love. You watch him hobble out of the temple into the storm, and you let out a final cry that changes midway into a fierce draconic roar. Calicary. 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 Uh, if, if if we thought that it was sad that some random rebels took down uh, the what was her name? Shang Shang thing. Xiang Chang. Xiang Chang. Oh man, this one is just like a telenovela all the way through. Yeah, this is this is like you. There's a lot of room here to either play the Dark Lord here as extremely naive or just or have it just be heart wrenching. How? No, I will go hard. I don't think she's naive. I, I think she's she just wants to believe. Like oh, she's. Oh yeah, yeah. I de- it, it. It's. Uh, God. Okay. You, you know. Let, let's just get into it. Let's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Let, All right. Let, so Kyle Carey, Andrew. It is a. For what I for what I understand, it's a. It used to be a beautiful kingdom. It was. It was. Sorry, my dog is going. To... Hi, lady. So, Calicary. <laughs> uh, my understanding is that it used to be a beautiful kingdom governed by. Uh, what are the, it's not a king, it's not a queen. What is it called? Uh, Maha- a Maharani. Maharani. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, her artwork is bomb. Mm-hmm. Ramya Vasvadad. And I am, Iga, def- I am definitely going to mess these Messi's names up. I'm sorry. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and, and, uh, and her armor is bomb. But, and, and it, was, it was beautiful, prosper- it was a prosperous. Uh, uh, kingdom and man, freaking Thanks. sibling jealousy just got in the way. It wasn't and even sibling jealousy. It was just one, one like petty motherfucker just had to ruin it for the rest of everybody else. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, so do you want to you want to go on into more detail as to like what what I just ramble on about? Okay, so what so essentially what happened was that Calicary is is a land that is obviously inspired by. Um, Indian mythos 
and yeah. and just structure and ideology and stuff like that. Even um, into the beast that they transform into. Yeah. And so and so the Dark Lord of Calicari is a is the uh, the Maharani of Ramya Vasavadin. I'm sorry, Vasavadin. Vasavadin? Yeah. Vasavadin. Ra- Ramya. I'm just gonna call her Ramya. Ramya. Yeah. And she and when her when her father uh, her father handpicked her to be the next Rani, um, yeah. but her her brother. Okay, I'm gonna try this one. Arijani, um, yeah, uh, didn't want any part of that. He thought he was going to be the next Rana. He wanted to be the uh, the Maharana, and and so because of that, started kind of started a bit of a civil war against Ramya, um, and and so they did they they I don't know if they fought or not, but it did end up with it did end up with the brother being imprisoned, and. All the while, Ramya's younger sister. Here we go. I'm gonna try this one. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Ramya's uh, younger sister. Oh, jeez, Riva. Okay, that's not so bad. Ramya's uh, younger sister, Riva, was um, working with the bro- with the brother uh, all the while, like trying to like yeah. plan his escape in prison. It was secretly behind the scenes the entire time. And so, and so, tragically. Riva goes to Ramya and says, "Hey, I think you need to." Um, well, no, actually, actually, no. They they spring they spring Arajani out of jail. Uh, yeah. Riva springs Arajani out of, out of jail, and and so Ramya starts going on the warpath to like try to find him and they're going to execute him, and whatnot, blah blah blah. And tragically, Riva's like, "Hey, I think you need to forgive Arajani. I think I think yeah, what he did was foolish, blah blah blah. But I think now we need to let bygones be bygones, and you just need to rule Calicari." And so Rami's like, yeah, you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet with him, and we're gonna hash this out. She does that, and she falls right into the trap of of Arajani's assassins. And it it describes that as as the garrote is tightening around her neck, she calls them vicious beasts. Mm-hmm. And and when she dies, a storm sweeps through Calicari, and this storm is what brings. Well, they, no, they she dies, and then they don't even give her the honor of like. You know, being like she's a she's a queen and burying her. Oh yeah, like well I was, I was they, gonna, just, I was, they, they they throw no the, the storm comes after they throw her into the into the sea. Oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah. sorry, my apologies. So so then they desecrate her corpse a little bit by just throwing it into the sea. Like they don't. Which 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 I'm getting vibes of uh, Game of Thrones. What's her name? The lady, the gray lady, the lady in gray. The gray the, lady. The the one that the books. I know there's the lady in. The, oh, the, Lady Stoneheart. Book. Then he's heart. Yeah. I'm getting vibes from that. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're just like, all right, fuck this. And then they just throw her into the ocean. And when that happens, the sea churns with the storm. And the storm is what plunges Calicari into uh, the Shadowfell. Now, keep in mind, everyone is still more or less who they are now. But mm-hmm. Ramya comes back. She is, mm-hmm. she's, she is uh, I guess, reborn. She comes back um, undead. And it describes how she leads an army of the undead with her, and it describes her, how she's her loyals, right? Yeah, and it describes how 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 she stampedes through the palace with an undead elephant, and cru- <laughs> and crushes her siblings underneath its hooves. And Did when you blame her though, <laughs> no. But but then here's the crazy part: her siblings come back. Yeah, <laughs> they're all three. Of these are like perpetually curse to come back and they come yep. back and they come back 
much like Romeo's last words, they come back as horrendous beasts. Um, well, she says horrendous beasts, but I, the artwork, one of them is a fox and the other one's a tiger. Well, I mean, yeah, I know. But I was expecting like, you know, like, a, I don't know, some kind of homunculi or something. Well, yeah, I'm pretty fun. sure they're like, oh, I'm ugly. And it's like, you're not. No, you're fine. <laughs> this, this isn't like like Ready Player One. Like, don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you have a slight like blemish on your face. My bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so Arajani comes back as a Rakshasa and Riva comes back as an Arcanaloth. Which mm. I might have been a step up from their noble stat block. Um, yeah, honestly. <laughs> but but one of the things is that Ramya, her artwork, she looks human. But yeah. that's all an illusion. She's actually, mm-hmm. that's all part of a trick because she's a death knight. She came back as a death Badass. knight. And so because of that, any reflection shows her real image. And because of that, she's banned mirrors. And any, reflect, any reflective surface in her palace. So... With her being alive, and the other two being alive, Calicari is thrusted into a perpetual civil war. The entire mm-hmm. time, like from the moment you get in, from the moment you, I don't know, leave or die in it, Calicari is always at war with one another. Um, and and it's obviously against Ramya and Arijani, and Riva, Riva kind of acts as a spy, um, where it's, she's obviously on Arajani's side, but she, you know, she's not above backstabbing anybody. The real sad part about it is, Ramya wants to forgive them. I, yeah. it's one, I, I think I think it describes that. Um, yeah, her bond is that the flame of righteousness provides the swiftest the swiftest path of renewal. So she believes that if she can finally either defeat or kill or do something with her siblings they'll they'll be resurrected or reincarnated as like a just version of themselves and and it even describes how Ramya is to this day still willing to hear out what her siblings have to say and she's still will she's still willing to come to some sort of treaties with them despite the fact that Arajani has time and time and time again stabbed her in the back, and yep. and, ev- and even has like faked their own deaths just to mess with her, and it's mm-hmm. just yeah, it's it's really awful here. <laughs> yeah, which which is, it's, it's it puts the players in a very interesting position because they can take, they can take either side, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that Ramya is gonna be on power. In fact, like the brothers, the siblings can take power, and if she if they take power. If they take over the throne, she loses the ability to close and open the borders mm-hmm. uh, as a Dark Lord. Um, so you can you can really start either way. Uh, but the cool thing that I like about all this this whole thing is the renown system. Yeah, that's that really put neat. On here. So yeah, it's a full on tails, and it looks it's pretty pretty cool. So you want do you want to talk a little bit in depth about that? Yeah, yeah, let's go. For okay, it. so because Calicari is in a civil war, you can you can play to one side or the other, and you can use the renown system. And what yeah. that is that essentially, if you help if you help the rebellion or you help the loyalist, you gain renown. And there is a way that you can kind of game both sides, but there but it all, but it warns you not to do that because they're obviously going to have spies on both sides. But yeah. if you if you do things for the benefit of like the rebellion per se, you can get um, you can get like information about the palace and stuff like from Reva herself if you need to invade it. But on the other hand, if you if you get stuff if you um 
if you like gain benefits with like the loyalists and stuff like that, you can you can um convince her to like do stuff like just leave Jadarai. The Yeah, the, I know. <laughs> you know, just just which is the capital city. That's where the sapphire throne is. Right. Just straight up just leave Jadarai and just let her like, you know what? This is a war you don't need to fight. Just let just let Arajani take the throne. That's what all started is. And she'd be like, "Oh shit, you're right." And and then she just yeah. leaves. And and then and then Arajani can sit on Sapphire and throne and then from there, I don't know. That's going to that's going to be all up to you. Um and and uh and how you gain renown is pretty interesting. It's all it's all very much based on the the um the Actions setting. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if there's like a fight and you pick a side and you and that side wins, then you gain renown that way. But then there's also some more interesting stuff, like retrieving the original skulls of Arajani and Riva from the Tower of Skulls gets you um, renown for the for the rebellion side. Uh, yeah. But then, but then, like evicting rebels from a community or something like that can help you out with the loyalists. So it's there's there's definitely I. If I if I were to run an adventure in Calicary, I want to see a struggle, an interparty struggle between the chaotic yep. and the lawful side, and like you know, yep. just have like the paladin be like, no, Rami is the rightful, you know, rightful Maharani, but then have like the chaotic neutral bard be like, um, have you seen what she's doing? <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing though, like I feel like this one will definitely be one of the uh, on the longer <laughs> side of things because I see this being driven by a lot of essentially quote unquote side quests. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the things, like, to do a lot of the bigger, like, renowned uh, benefits, uh, I mean, you need, like, I think the max is 25 points. Yeah. But most of the, most most things give you plus one, minus two, minus three, minus five, plus two, plus four. Yeah. Uh, on it. So, uh, you know, at, at the bare minimum, if you do, like, the hardest things, you need, like, what? Like, what is that? Uh, five side quests? If you do, like, all plus fours, and even then, you barely get to the 25 point. Yeah. You know, so like it's it's definitely on the longer side. A lot of side quests. I've I, this is one of those like you, Skyrim, you go into one of the I forgot the town all the way to the <laughs> yeah. south. Yeah, and then to... like the the thief guild like greets you type situation, and you're like you know slowly building your reputation with that. Yeah, thief Skyrim's guild. for the Nords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I and I can definitely see this being like there's gonna have to be some sort of like conflict or instigating event that gets you into Calicary proper. Right. But then right. after that, like you're in Jadarai and it's just like, okay, go. And let's just yeah. see what happens. Yeah. You yeah. know? No, I agree. And then, oh, oh, another thing we didn't mention is that a lot of the rebels are in the backwaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there, so the map, uh, the map of Calicary, it describes that Jadarai is on a peninsula that mm-hmm. I believe is on a cliff and it overlooks like these, like this massive forests and backwaters and swamp and riverlands and stuff like that. Um, so really, there's only one actual like town, and then the rest is just wilderness. Um, which I mean, it's it's great. You just throw the most exotic, weird animals. Have like yeah. a, have a giant snake eating somebody. Well, <laughs> fe- feather, 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 feather T Rexes. Yeah, feather you know, T Rexes. Open, open Call of Cthulhu. Uh, open uh, Tomb of Annihilation. And you start. Yeah, get get Pick some from get some kowaddles in there. Get, I mean, go yeah. go nuts, man. And and it even it even describes that there. It it's called the island of of the Naga. It's an island of Naga. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could be there? Ah, snake people. <laughs> Why there's so many snakes? <laughs> do you do you read the name? <laughs> and I would I would 
definitely throw you onto in there because why the fuck not <laughs> yeah exactly because you know what you know what every adventure needs about 15 percent more you want no <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't like snakes but i uh, mean but i mean and and i would also make this a bit of a longer adventure too because it's eventually going to come to a point where you're going to have to pick a side mm-hmm. and you're either going to have to uh be with ramya or with arajani and reva yeah and which others ever other whichever side you choose it's going to be a battle because yeah. because a rakshasa by by themselves are not are are kind of intimidating. A rakshasa and an arcanaloth, mm. <laughs> um, yeah. But then on I the other all, hand, you got a death knight on top of you have a death knight, yeah, elephant. So yeah. well, here's the other thing too. Like I think one of the, the hardest way to accomplish this, like if you think of it like a completionist, you know. Oh, sorry, you know, game I, type situation. Sorry, I I forgot to mention. Um, Ramya also commands like a small air force of wyverns. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's where the Vochalans come in. They, Small detail. Yeah, just you know, a little tiny detail. She has she has an army of wyverns, so there's also that to deal with. Anyways, yeah. you were saying. Uh, I think the hardest thing would be to. Can you imagine like if a party manages to infiltrate both, and get them to reconciliate? I don't. I don't think that would ever happen. I, I unfortunately, I, I think. I think there's some. I as much as I would love for that to happen, I think it, I think it straight up describes that like the dark powers will always have them in conflict with, it. or at the very least. Maybe if Arjani's out of the picture, Reva and Ramya right. can consolidate. Right. So it's just like, hey, yeah. we just got to kill this fucking tiger bastard. <laughs> and then once, <laughs> once he's dead, <laughs> yeah, you backwards hand fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, would, yeah that, think- that would be really neat, though. If you, if you were somehow to get highest renown for either side. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, we can do this. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah. harm, you know. I, f- <coughs> I feel like this is, this is prime for a short adventure. I'm not talking full on campaign. I'm talking like, like an adventure. You know what I mean? Um, not a one off. It and would have to be a lot like, longer. It's like, than it's like I, I, I think, I think it's in the mid middle. Well, so I'm saying like not a one off, not a full campaign of three years, but like a chunker in the middle, like a, like a good what twenty sessions. I. Mm. That all depends on how you want to play it, but yeah, I can definitely see this being being a, a longer adventure. I I would probably yeah. cap it off somewhere like around like maybe ten, um, maybe a little bit higher, just in case you know. Yeah. Throw a couple of magic yeah. items in there to make to make the cap not not so um, a soft cap. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on. Okay. Oh well. Fuck it. All right. Cool. No. Fuck it. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, uh, final thoughts for me is I like it. I like I like the system of like the renown system between the rebels and the loyalists. I think there's a lot of room to play both sides and get like in like oh you know we're gonna side with this guy. No lies. Stab the, him in the back. The, you know the amount of tension though when you have to report to Arajani <laughs> when when you're also actively spying against him must be immense. Like yeah, like, exactly. Please, 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 please let the spell work or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, let's move on to the next one. Cartacas. 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 All right. Now, all right, <laughs> hit us with your wordsmithing. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up one more time for the lovely Shanalot. Always a pleasure to have her perform here at the Crystal Club. You enter backstage clutching one of the many bouquets thrown at you with applause at your heels and the energy of the crowd in your back. 
How'd you ever get so lucky to be in this place? Things seem so perfect here, almost as if it was made for you. The afterglow of your performance turns to delight as you see that Harkin, your mentor, stands next to your vanity, absent-mindedly spending the bow to his violin on the table with a finger bouncing it just so. Oh my god, you squeal in your giddiness. Did you see that performance? They loved it. They loved me. He looks up and smiles, but it doesn't portray the sadness in his eyes. What did I tell you, kid? He mutters. I said they'd eat you right up. What's wrong, you act? You ask. You had never seen you never seen like this before. So morose and taciturn. He was usually the one with the easy smile and the devil may care attitude. His sudden change in demeanor worried you. I've got to be honest, he said, putting his hand on your shoulder. I, I don't think you got what it takes. Sure, they may love you now, but what about in a year or even a month? These people chew you up and spit you right out. It's probably for the best if you just call it quits while you're at your peak. The room starts spinning and your breathing becomes short, sharp and short. Retiring? Now? Why? Harkin never led you astray before, but he was so quick to impart wisdom he even used his influence to help you on your path. But now that you think about it, he wasn't in the picture as much. You didn't need him to book the showing at the Crystal Club, and, and suddenly it all made sense. You, you're not looking out for me, you say in disdain. You're using me. You had me like a puppet on a string so that people could see Harkin's new act, and now I'm too big for you. You can't handle the fact that I'm famous and you're a has-been. A flash of anger crosses his face. He blinks and lupine yellow eyes look back. And suddenly, without warning, he launches at you with razor-sharp teeth. You try to scream, but as he tears into your throat, all you can manage is a wet gurgle. Your feet kick out their last and you bleed out, and things start to go dim when you hear him say, I have been? Nah, kid. This is the beginning of my comeback tour. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like okay, so I was reading this whole thing and there's like a line at the beginning that says something about like uh, uh something about like uh like beast or whatever. Like, oh that's a weird word. Like so what, what does that have to do with anything? And then you, you like cause you re- it's introducing like how everybody's like like show like it's a showman and everybody wants to be like you know, it's essentially Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into freaking lycanthropy. And I'm like, oh, that's where it goes. Oh, where, where it says, like, all predators of all sorts flourish in this land. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, mm. And they don't, oh, that's oh weird. okay, it's werewolves. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I love, okay, so I was reading this and I'm like, man, this is freaking, this is prime. Because if for the first time in this book, nobody knows who the fuck the Dark Lord is. Like, he's a nobody. Nobody cares about him. And it's 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 built up to that way. A, this whole this whole, has, he's the character you were talking about. He's yeah. a has been. Yeah, he's a ha- it's it's weird because he uses that to his advantage, but it also yeah. jabs at him every time. This land this yeah. land is dark, but also kind of funny at the same time. Yeah. Um, and it, it describes that everything is, is everything is showbiz. Like it's there's it's, it's essentially it's a, it's a theater. There's no like like a, like. It's not a house. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a what's it called? It's a back. It's a back. 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 back no. Backlog. Mm-hmm. Fuck. When like when Hollywood when they have like the the fake New York. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The like the like oh god. Back I, back back. I know, oh my god. I know exactly what you're talking about. Everything has like a backdrop to it and there's yeah. And, uh, oh and it's like and it's it's like it's like the the but. Yeah, so everything is like incredibly fake here, and there's actually one town. I I think it's backlot. It's called a backlot. Okay, everything's a backlot, and there's one town that's called uh, called Harmonia, which it's like a town in Disney, (laughs) 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 where like everybody is an actual actor. Everybody's like, okay, yeah, we all like described our roles, and there's one guy like that like tips over a bread cart, like ah fuck, (laughs) and it's just like no, he played the part perfectly. I love that. I love the authenticity. (laughs) Keep keep rolling with it. 
and and, and it even describes there's like an underwater network or not yeah. underwater underground network of like actors like like rehearsing their roles for harmonia <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is i if, if there was ever a time to play a performer even if it's not a bard but just in general a performer like this is it this is like the point i wouldn't even i don't think i would do a bard i, I think i would do a something bard would like would be too uh, easy yeah, it's something that like maybe perhaps like a barbarian who really wants to act, mm. but his charisma level is so low. Uh, so he just delivers his tracks. He delivers the the lines very dryly. Oh, but he thinks he's this... doing like this will be so good for that. Like 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 then, you don't want to you, you don't want to be typecasted. Like, <laughs> like like if he if he rolls a natural twenty on on like a like a performance check, like people think it's so avant garde. Like it's so it's so bad. It makes me want to yeah, think yeah, yeah. what is good and stuff yeah. like that. These people are so like pretentious about what art is. It's yeah, so... the alien the alien with a cigarette. Yeah. But but is it art? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like his performance is terrible, but but it also makes me think. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a beret. Yeah. Ah my baguettes ah, shit. <laughs> Dude, I I love it. I'd read I'd read like well, okay, hold on. Let's let's rewind a little bit. I think we're jumping too we're jumping too far. Let's No, so we're not. Cardicas. I just got really excited. So Cardicas, Andrew. Okay. Tell us about Cardicas itself. So Car- so so Cardicas Car- Cartacus, it's a land it, it's a land of song and performances. Yeah. Um there is an actual like uh there's there is an actual crystal club which if you perform well there they're like oh yeah we love you and if if you perform poorly there they will actually eat you um, <laughs> because it's because it's a members only club but the but the way to get membership is you have to be a werewolf um, they don't tell you that though um, but it also it also describes how there's um, schools of music and an amphitheater and there is there is a uh, a place called the Wildersung Woods which for um, Every now and then, like you can hear a song through the trees, and you oh yeah, you never hear what the last verse is. It's always yeah. it's always something about somebody hanging in the woods, and then you find somebody hanging in the woods, and yeah, then the song goes away. Sing of the trees, give voice to the breeze, and stave off the bloom of doom, while the wise sings their song. Guilty neck stretch long and dot dot dot. That's it. That's all you hear. That's it. Yeah. You never know the rest of it. <laughs> and then and then it says <laughs> what could it be yeah <laughs> and it says it says that legend has it that in these woods um people die if they refuse to sing along with the trees and that's right. and that's where the actual hanging comes from um and it's this cart cart carticus cartacus is is a place that really emphasizes like a dark uh dark fairy tale like this is very much like yugoslavian <laughs> fairy tales where, yeah. where it's just like oh you don't perform good werewolf eat you i mean honestly that's what it is yeah so <laughs> but, but okay so let's andrew's andrew's not exaggerating people no it's <laughs> really exactly not um, so let's 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 get into the actual where did you find where did you find the oh there it is i, I was trying to look not for the, li- the lyrics yeah. yeah um all right so let's get into the actual dark lord himself so Harkon- by the way when i read this the whole time i was saying harkonnen 
Harkonnen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What was really funny was that I was I was flipping through, um, this book at first. And I was like, oh, okay, this guy. He must be like an adventurer or something like that. Because because you, you you look at you look at the 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 picture of Harkon Lucas and he's like he's like this like swarthy looking gentleman with like a with a violin and he's got like a bow like over his back and he's like he hit like he like his hat's kind of cocked to the side he's like this yeah. guy is spilling charisma but then the very first line of harkin lucas's description <laughs> is harkin harkin lucas's life companions are ambition and blood which i think <laughs> might be the perfect description for this character yeah. <laughs> and if that doesn't nail a, a character to the wall i don't know what in does. one sentence yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> So, so tell us tell us a little bit about Harkonnen. I mean Harkin. <laughs> so Harkin Lucas is was born a lycanthrope. He was a werewolf, and for whatever reason, Wait, you can be you can be born a lycanthrope. Yes. Yeah. Oh, if okay. your if your parents are lycanthropes, the curse passes on to the kids. Oh, um, wow. We went over this in Curse of Strahd. Anyways, um, but so he was born a lycanthrope, and for whatever reason, he had a he had a bug up his ass about. About becoming not just the king, but the emperor of werewolves. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, my people, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna take over the world with our lycanthropy." And his werewolf pack didn't do that, almost because it's like they're a pack of wild animals and they don't know organization. <laughs> and when that happened, he lashed out against them. And it describes that he murdered a couple on his way out as he was being exiled. And decided, okay, if I can't do it through my lycanthropy, I will, I will find other means to do it. And so he, he became like a minstrel, uh, like a wandering minstrel, and and won over people, won over their hearts and minds, and kind of became like a local celebrity. What's really More than that, it, huh? More than that, for what it sounds like. It oh was yeah, like... well, I mean, and and then he rose to stardom and became like an actual celebrity, like like world renowned, or maybe mm-hmm. just like you know like realm renowned. I don't know about world renowned. Anyways, and so so well, he 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 threatened the rulers of the land. Well, hold so on, we're gonna get to that. We're <laughs> okay. we're gonna get to that. And so he had like all these people wrapped around his little finger, and somewhere along the way, the rulers of the land figured out what he actually was, and they're like, oh shit, he's a werewolf. We have to get rid of this guy as discreetly as possible so they tried to they tried to arrest him for fake crimes and none of them yeah they tried to arrest him for fake crimes and none of them stuck so i just realized i have my microphone pointing like that way the entire time uh, <laughs> so my audio is gonna be really quiet up until right now um that's fine <laughs> an hour and 14 minutes got it. yeah that's cool um so 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 they tried so they tried to arrest him for fake crimes and when that didn't when that didn't work out, they just they just killed him. <laughs> they just I think I think it just describes that they just like straight up like tried to assassinate him. And uh, actually, wait, hold on, I want to. No, get he didn't. Right. He didn't. He didn't die. Yeah, he didn't. They didn't kill yeah. him. He, well, no, he, he well, no. Faked his death. Yeah, yeah. They didn't kill him because he's a lycanthrope. You can't. He can't be right. killed by natural means. So he faked. He faked his death, but he did it to the point that the people actually thought he was dead. So they carried his. They it says red stained casket. It's blood. They carried his blood stained <laughs> casket as as like a protest to the ruler of the land. And when the casket got in front of the ruler, Harkin leaped out of the <laughs> casket 
in werewolf form and devoured the leader of the land. Yeah. And and the weird part about that, everybody was cool with it. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, oh, shit. did you see yeah. shit? And then, like, everyone was posting poggers on the Twitch stream and shit. And it was yeah. just... It as if David Blaine did a new magic trick. Yeah, it was... It, it was it, but... But then when that happened, that's when the mists came right. for Harkin. And and he was found in this land, and he woke up in this land of Kartakis, which <laughs> it's, it describes how one of his torments is he is mildly famous. <laughs> like, 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 it, like he'll, he, he'll, he'll go into a town. And he'll 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 have people be like, oh man, you're Harkin, you're Harkin Lucas, holy shit! And he'll like perform for him, like, oh yeah, man, come back anytime. And then he'll come back like two weeks later, like, oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I didn't see your stuff, but I heard it was um, yeah, oh, di- I different. You were tired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it actually describes how how semi polite variations of I thought you retired forever <laughs> torment him. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like no. <laughs> I didn't retire. I'll be, I'll be pissed too. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is like the most like passive aggressive torment. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I thought you retired there, don't you know? No, I didn't. He got, fucking... he got, he got, he got the sassy dark power. <laughs> yeah. I kind of mess with this guy in a passive aggressive way. <laughs> and then, and then, and then for. And then for oh and 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 he he's constantly like re- trying to reinvent his act. He thinks that like whatever he's doing right now is just not working. But another another part of the torment is that if he finds a protege, that protege immediately goes to stardom, yeah. and nobody recognizes Harkin. Yeah, and it's just like and someone's like, oh Harkin, yeah, now fuck that guy. Here, sign on my record label. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like. <sighs> constantly constantly stuck in that like little studio <laughs> yeah and then and then he kills his 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 uh, protege yeah and then so. and then if if the protege um i like i like the whole thing with harkin's bite though that's cool yeah well the well the the thing is that if if the protege ever actually becomes more famous than harkin he just eats them <laughs> yeah. but it also describes how he has a uh, he has two kids one is a daughter that loves him, but also wants to be better than him. Like wants to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, get. I mean, rid she of, looks exactly like. Looks him. exactly like it's, him. It's like it's like if you were in a video game and you change the genders from male to female. Yeah. and it's the same outfit. That's that's exactly. Yeah, it, what it, 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 it really is just just a gender gender swap palette, and then and then he has a son that wants nothing to do with him. Um, but yeah. apparently they're both they're both also lycanthropes as well. Um. The one thing that was really neat, have you actually looked up the stats for the monster that is Harkin Lucas? No. It's a not boring werewolf. <laughs> the the loop What? <laughs> the loop guru. It has um I believe it has like legendary actions and stuff like that. And it's and it looks like it looks like what the werewolf should have been. Like it's more than just right. like a spear and a claw attack. It's yeah. it's like holy crap, this thing is actually kind of scary. What um, what I love about this is that every single one of these is like, oh, the the dark lord is unapproachable he's in the castle or behind an army or all this or whatever i imagine this guy's that you walk into the land you find a fork on the road with a lamp in the middle and he's just there playing his violin it it describes that one or on or, or a little campfire maybe you know like oh hey guys i'm traveling too like just a regular dude it even it, it even says that like it 
build the adventure with the players having no clue who Harkin Lucas is and just right. being like, that's the first person they meet. And honestly, if I were running an adventure in this setting, I would have the players do my best to try to make them fall in love with Harkin Lucas. Like just yeah. have them, just have them do like little things like, Oh, like entertain the, the group while they're having some downtime or, you know, maybe he has bardic magic to like heal some people <laughs> or something like that. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like little things. And then just be like, Hey man, can I bite you? And then and then he hands you the 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 necklace, which Harkin's bite is a necklace that it it requires attunement for one thing, um, and yeah. and that is if you attune to the necklace, you get a plus one to your ability checks and saving throws. However, you don't need to you don't need to be attuned to it to get the curse of lycanthropy that comes with it. <laughs> so, but yeah, but, so the moment I, I you love, put it I, on I, your neck, you're you're a lycanthrope. Yep. <laughs> And it, and it even says, it even says, uh, even removing the necklace, it's it's too late. <laughs> You're already a lycanthrope. <laughs> which is which is pretty cool if like if one of the players gets the bite. Mm-hmm. Because if he's like all like smooth and like or whatever, it's like, can I bite you? Yeah. And then, you know, he does. Like, oh, it's like a cool little thing. Oh, Harkin. Oh, he reads the necklace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it describes he can just keep making more necklaces. Um, but the I old- just love it. It's, I mean, it's a plus one to ability checks, man, and saving throws. That's, that's who, helpful. Who wouldn't take that? <laughs> right? <laughs> and, I can imagine like the, the player attunes to it, you tell it what it does, and then everybody's like, can I get one? Can I get one? And Harkin's like, oh, okay, one at a time, one at a time. I can only make so many of these. Whew. You know? And it's like, oh, Harkin. And then, like, seven days roll by, and this guy's <laughs> Harkin, you're a werewolf? <laughs> Everybody else. What have you done to me? So, 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 one thing I didn't, I don't know if I didn't read the part or I skipped it or something. What is the goal? To kill him? I would say yes, just because he's okay. a, just because it's going with like the sort of dark fairy tale version. Mm-hmm. I would say yeah, just kill him. Just, just what if the players never realize that he's the bad guy? That's the fun. Can you imagine that they just keep going in circles trying to find out what the hell <laughs> Where is happening? Where is this dark lord? <laughs> <laughs> they look, they look, they look at Harkin and he's just like looking around. Did you look under this rock? Oh, he's not there. Okay. Oh, Harkin, you. You, he's such he's such a rascal. <laughs> but he keeps he keeps the mood lively, you know. Yeah, that's why we keep him around. <laughs> this guy. Shows him like like kicking the body of like some one of his victims like behind a bush or something like that. <laughs> hey guys, you want to help me get rid of this body? Oh, Harkin. <laughs> <laughs> How do we that, end up in these situations? That's how the episodes always end. Oh, Harkin. Da, 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 da. It circles around his face. That's me. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Dude, I love I love this domain. It's so unique. It's so nonchalant. Like, just, you know, do your thing. Super chill. And it, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't even consider. I don't even consider that it's dark. I think it's like it is. It. I mean, I mean, there are obviously reasons reasons why it is dark. But, but I, I mean, compared to the rest, I would not run this as dark and gritty. I would just be wacky <laughs> with this. Yeah. Just because are we are we in the Feywild? <laughs> just because just because like why wouldn't you? <laughs> like there's there's there is okay. One of one of the adventures says that 
someone had a stage production of quote unquote tamed mimics and now now the audience is trapped inside of a theater where these mimics are like overrunning the area yes so just have a mimic theater i mean i mean and like if you show like if you show the picture of him to the players as a prepare npc they'll it's, they'll think it's just like Van Richten in, 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 in Barovia. There's, you know, it's I mean, like, oh, I, it's, just a, it's just a helping there's, NPC. There's so many times where, like, you... Because, like, if if we were to show the picture of, like, Commander Drakoff from Falcone, people's like, he's... Yeah. Like, she's the bad he's guy. He's the bad guy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you show you show Harkin Lucas, and they're like, oh, this dude looks cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he can, Yeah, come on, come on, come along, man. And like you said earlier, like, he could do, like, a, like an inspiration. Here, you're inspired. Yeah. He's playing his violin and stuff, you know, like, just just to win over the party. And then, and then like, 20 levels in, they can't figure out who the hell the Dark Lord is. And he's just like, oh, hey, guys. Oh, that's really weird. <laughs> hey, you guys want some of these? I made some steak tartare. Does anybody want some of this? I love the, I would love the... I would love if, like, the players know or have an idea that he's the Dark Lord, but they keep rolling really bad on investigations and, like, inside and anything like that. So they just can't prove that he's it. I just, but, like, it's... He can't keep getting away with that! Like, like, like he, it's obviously him. Like, he's like he's a werewolf and he's biting into someone, but they, like... Roll. There's something, there's something weird with you. Harkin, did you get, did you get a haircut? No, Are I got all of them cut. Oh, Harkin! The most lovable Dark Lord ever made. I, I mean, I, I would definitely play him as lovable, but then once the, once like the other shoe drops, oh no, it's, it's, yeah. it's out for blood. <laughs> and all the werewolves come out. Oh shit! Including one of the party members. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh no. De- okay, okay. So definitely, if if somebody gets lycanthropy from the Harkins bite on this, you're not controlling that werewolf, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you're just gonna wake up covered in blood, and the and there's no and more the sheep gone. left. In the, yeah. Where, where's where's the fucking where's the wizard? Oh, Harkins like, oh yeah, me and him, we got real drunk last night. He's back at the end. Oh, he Harkin. <laughs> the player borbs and it was like a like a piece of cloth, like blue cloth yeah. from from a rope comes out. Yeah. Burps up one of the magic rings. I did it as a bet. Oh, Harkin! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, So, yes, I think this is probably one of the funnest ones to play in this whole book, just because of the premise alone. Oh man, that would that would be real. Like if 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 the players were to go in blind and they actually do love Harkin, and they're like. Oh, we have to kill him. We, gotta, we? we have to kill this guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like stabbing him. I'm so sorry, Larkin. Uh, we just cutting <laughs> his head up. <laughs> <laughs> all, all five players just like standing around stabbing yeah. him. And he's like, he's like, who's the real monster here? <laughs> Not I. Not <laughs> I. I mean, you do you do eat people? <laughs> it's a, because it's because it's this domain. There's a crowd. And yeah. they're all clapping because <laughs> the lights, the stage lights turn on. Turns out that you're in the amphitheater Ooh. doing this. And he's like, all right, guys. Well, <laughs> he's like, man, man, that was really good. I like the energy out there, man. That was really. Cool. <laughs> 
And the part where you're like sawing saw, my head off and stuff. It was, it was great. I was great. Yeah, you need you need to you need to bring that in, man. <laughs> you need to bottle it. <laughs> oh, oh man. All right. So yes, final thoughts. I think I think I think this is a brilliant premise for for a, specifically for a domain of dread. Because nobody expects <laughs> it. Might not be my favorite domain of dread, but I can definitely see. I think it's it's the. F- I think it's just fun. Yeah, it's definitely the most fun domain of dread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, this is too happy. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No. No. I, <laughs> no not in, not enough darkness. <laughs> yeah, my my body won't accept this one. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Let's move on to the last one for today. So, Lamordia. So, so we went. So we went into the, well, quote unquote, fun and whimsical yeah. Kartakis, <laughs> and now we're going to the cold and dreary Lamordia. Or as otherwise known, Andrew's mind. No. <laughs> All right. There's no sun there either. All right. Start. No, there's sun here. Wait, is there sun? <laughs> not, if you, not if you're gonna run it. <laughs> no, I want there to be sunlight. <laughs> Anyways, it's right, not it me. <laughs> the adventures pick me. Anyways, all right. An excerpt from the journal of Captain Antonin Rothberg of the whaling ship SS Banshee. It was four and twenty days since we had left port and gave chase or quarry across the agonies. And even here, I could see the towering machines on the shore. We had in our sights a whale of such indomitable size that the capture of such a beast would like to feed a family for months. Its lubber and amber grease for fuel and poultices once the tendrils were rendered. But alas, our trophy did evade us, and thus we were left with swabbing and scrimshaw while we went about relocating. It was then that we heard the cry from the crow's nest. Man overboard! The crew, less from admirable courage and more than likely out of a desire to be free of mundanity, were hasty in their retrieval of the poor soul found in the, ba- the backwaters of the, of the Sea of Secrets. The wretch was a patchwork of mottled flesh, clearly more arcane than flesh, but curiously carried no trait of any other rejected abominations we had come across on the mainland. Save for its surgery, it was a perfect rendition of a woman, evident by the careful stitchwork and symmetry of its face. But within its bosom beat a heart of golden light. Oh my god, I whispered and clutched the Pelorian sun in my coat. It was the unbreakable heart of Dr. Mordenheim. The men were shaken by this. Some had suggested we throw the thing back overboard. Others suggested we take her to the doctor for either reward or absolution. We will do no such thing, I said over the turmoil, then turned to my first mate. Herr Schuler, make sure make her accommodations in my cabin. I will bunk with the crew tonight. Then I drew my service revolver and thrust it into his palms. If anyone gives you trouble, give them twice back. On the morrow, I was informed that our rescue had come too, so I took it upon myself to speak with her. I was stunned at her eloquence of speech and nuance of movement. She was so unlike the other abominations and flesh columns we had come across. If I didn't know better, I would have mistaken her for human. But it became clear that she had no knowledge of who she was or what she was even doing near the agonies. When I mentioned Schloss Mordenheim, however, a panic ran through her face and the fear in her eyes struck my very soul. For whatever discernible reason, she could not, absolutely would not go back there, if it indeed is where she came. And so, upon nightfall, Air Schuler and I sequestered her upon a lifeboat with a few days' worth of food and a heavy cloak, not for the cold, but to shield her deformity. The faint glow of the unbreakable heart shined in appreciation in her eyes, and with the gentle lapping of waves of that night, it soon faded into the darkness. <clears throat> My mic was off. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right, so, Lamordia. Frankenstein. <laughs> um, I, I, put, I put lesbian Frankenstein on my 
Yeah, it's it's a sen- Lamordia is essentially what happens when Frankenstein, the doctor, not the monster, runs right, right, right. runs amok. Um, yeah, it is it is a place to it's just, execution day. <laughs> yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a joke. No one's gonna get. Um, yeah, I know, it does. <laughs> so it's described. First of all, it's described as very Germanic. All all of the all the towns have names like Neufuckettenberg <laughs> and Ludendorff, which is unfortunate. Um, uh, and and there is it's it's also described as being very industrial. There is mm-hmm. steampunk like it's very steampunk. It describes how there are machines, giant clockwork steam powered machines um, that are keeping the but s- what hmm? I was going to say. But they also describe how there's like flesh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Call, yeah. yeah. In, in so the machinery too, like so. So Lamordia is is in a like forever winter it just is it's like it's yeah. like in the arctic circle how convenient world. you can really cons- <laughs> no. preserve your bodies <laughs> oh yeah i didn't even think about that holy shit um, <laughs> so so yeah lamordia is very very cold it describes how how much it gets below zero it's not rhyme cold but it's still pretty damn cold yeah um and so because of the, the the giant clockwork machines of the city work very hard to make sure to stave off starvation and to preserve the city. And they even describe how they go so far as boiling the sewers for heat. Um, mm-hmm. But another interesting thing is that it describes how the people of Lamordia, particularly the people of uh, the town of Ludendorff, which is the, the city, uh, the other right. the other one, New, New Furtenberg, is essentially a mining town. Uh, but it describes how the people of Ludendorff are armed with firearms. Um, so we got guns, people. <laughs> <laughs> They're steampunk guns. I would, I would, I if if we were to honestly give guns, I would go so far as to say revolvers. I wouldn't go anything yeah. below that, or I mean anything beyond that. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have like no, I know what you meant. Fucking, yeah. you know, or, or anything like that. But just, just Frankenstein monster. <laughs> yeah no nothing like that um but yeah and it, it describes how the the hills of of new new Fechtenberg, uh wandering it are the rejected abominations of yeah. dr mordenheim and how even the um even the the mountain in which new Fechtenberg uh, mines into might or might not be alive they call it the beast um I think, hold on, no, they call it the Sleeping Beast, or just the Beast for short, and they describe how, like, the, how the, the mines act a lot like veins, um, like arteries and stuff like that. It's terrifying. And how, and how one of, and how it's, like, before, before everyone started mining, it was considered, like, bad luck to be taking minerals out, because then the Sleeping Beast will wake but they describe how the 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 stone, which is called marrow stone, out of out of the mines is very valuable and important for science. Um, it's 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 all very like, oh man, we shouldn't be going into these mines. <laughs> so, but this is a land of not not magic. This is a land of science. They they yeah they. It, all, all of the, all of the things going on here is scientific. They don't, they don't. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying they don't give a crap about magic, but it's obviously the sciences are much more important here than anything else. And, and the idea that we are living human, breathing people, 
and deserve dignity upon death is like a mockery. Like they don't they don't give a crap about that. Like and there's something that's called the flesh price, where when you die, they will pay your family like uh, like they will monetary comp they they will give your family monetary compensation to take your body and work on it, and that is apparently just a normal thing here. Yep. And Lamordia, they will just. They, they they take people's bodies. They went. They don't dispose of them. There's I, as far as I as far as I know, there's no graves in Lamordia. So <laughs> this is this is this is very much um, yeah. This is very much uh, body horror to the max. Yeah. And well, not yeah. not even just body horror. Just anatom like like everything's wrong here in Lamordia. Like it describes yeah. how like the whales are different here. Well, it doesn't. It's they call them whales, but even the book says like, are they really whales? Yeah, or it's like something it's, else. It's like, have, have you ever played Dishonored? Yes. Did Did you ever read like the Whalers Journal in that? No. Where it's like, oh yeah, no, getting. I don't read them video games. But it's like, yeah, getting getting the oil out of a whale. It's easy enough. All you gotta do is once you saw off the tentacles out of the front of its snout, you're like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> it's, just, it's just small stuff like that where it's just like yeah. there's something off about this and then there's a part of the world called winter's mouth which apparently if you get to it it's under the ocean which if you get to it it whispers secrets to you or something Ooh. i don't know because no one's ever survived and it's just mm, this this is a how do now here's a bigger question how do we get here andrew what do you mean? How do you get? Oh, there's one. Oh, there's okay. one way you can get here. So no, 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 I'm saying like, like, like you didn't go on the backstory of uh, Doctor Mordenheim. Okay, so Doctor Mordenheim, I'm probably gonna screw this up. So help me out here. So, yeah. so Doctor Mordenheim was described as brilliant at a young age, uh, yeah. very, very quizzical and stuff like that, and very knowledgeable. But she had, she was essentially a sociopath. She didn't have yeah. any compassion or anything like that. She was like she. She became a doctor not to help people. She yeah yeah she she became a doctor. She got a doctorate. Yeah yeah she became a doctor because she wanted to see how people work. They she didn't yeah. care about healing people. She just wanted to take them apart, and just yeah. watched how it ticked. Um, but somewhere along the way, she oh no no so so she became a doctor, and and was working on cadavers. And the grave robber that she hired became like her life partner. Yeah. Um, no. 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 She. So hold on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. You're, so you're she. she yeah. Yeah. No. She. So she. She didn't just work in cadavers. She. She was a doctor. Doctor. But like, she got bored of it because she's like, oh, they're already dead. There's not only so much I can do. And then it's classic Frankenstein. Like she. She knew that she could do more than that. So she wanted to bring the dead back to life stronger than before. Like, like she will like perfect yeah. the body of a dead person and then bring it back to life. Yeah. And you know, just in classic Frankenstein, the, like that game that we played game, the, the board game that we played, like she, she managed to get the body parts that she needed through certain means, you know, and stuff like that. One of the body snatchers that she was working with was Elise. Forget her. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Elise. And so, yeah. and so she, she wanted to, she wanted to defeat death, not because, you know, she wanted to help people, but because she wanted to be the person that was known to defeat death, like right. su such was her own, um, you know, self, ah, <laughs> self glory and stuff like that, her vanity. Yeah. And so, and so she, yeah, so she hired these body snatchers and one of them was Elise and somehow the two had a chemistry and, and yeah. they, they started to form a bond and it's heavily implied they became lovers. 
and so and but Elise uh, Elise fell under the uh, fell was starting was starting to die from an incurable disease, um, and it was like wasting away at her. So dark. So Doctor Mordenheim kicked her research into high gear and was like working on bodies like night and day, just trying to unlock the secrets. Yeah, she was she wasn't being careful as to like how often she got bodies or where. Oh body. no, she was being she was, she was being very sloppy. Time was on the line here. She had to work, 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 and yeah. and and because of that, she had she led a trail right back to her, and the moment. She perfected, like, what it was that defeated death was the moment the police came. And that's called the gold, the golden heart. Yeah. Oh no, the unbreakable heart. The unbreakable heart. And it describes how how the constables, um, like stormed her laboratory right when she finished the uh, the unbreakable heart, and and they they started to arrest her. And they were pulling her out from the library, and when that happened, the smoke, the the mist started to form around the the laboratory. And when and when they dissipated, she was in the land of Lamordia. No, well, but right before right before the mist took over, she saw Elise. Yeah, wake up and, and rise up yep. with her golden with her unbreakable heart inside of her. Yep, Elise rose from the table, and it describes how there was arcing lightning in the background. And then, and then she, and then she woke up. She woke up in Lamordia, where people know who she is. They know. Yeah. I'm, when I say they know who she is, they know that she's a genius, and they love her for it. And one of her torments is that the people will go out of her way mm-hmm. to celebrate her genius, and she just sees it as a distraction. She's like, "Okay, that's great. I thank you for. Okay, bye, bye, bye. We need to get out it's of like, my- it's like, Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a classic. Uh, um, like a superstar in, in public that you just want to get from point A to point B where you have like a bunch of fans yeah. getting in the way. Like same thing, but with research and all yeah, that. Yeah, like like the moment she leaves her castle of Schloss Mordenheim and to the moment where she's got to go, she's constantly hampered by fans and fanatics and paparazzi and stuff like that. Um, it also describes how one of the one of her torments is that she can't find Elise. No matter what, yep. Elise always evades her. Um, and it actually describes how Elise is purposely evading her um yep. and she just does she wants no part of dr mornheim after she's, she's she's distraught by what she has done to her yeah i mean i mean at least turn her into frankenstein yeah at least sees that she has become a monster and she she just can't confront dr mornheim because of that and and another thing is that for whatever reason dr mornheim can't recreate the unbreakable heart she just can't. It just it mm. it always fails. Something always goes wrong. She always gets an equation wrong, or can never seem to crack the code to it like she did before. But she is constantly tormented by the fact that she has to she has to keep recreating this, and she just can't for the life of her. Um, yeah. <clears throat> one of the neat things is how one of the ways you can get to Lamordia. <laughs> so and how's that? It actually describes that if one of your, if your part, if you have a TPK, like an actual TPK, no, like everyone fails their death saves, you can have the doctor abduct the players and it'll be like, Ooh, I can use these bodies and have, and, and have her drag them back somehow, some way, have her drag them back to Lamordia where they wake up in Lamordia post-surgery 
Ooh. and they, and there could be like stuff going on with them. It does. There, there's no table, unfortunately, to to describe like what like what weird thing can happen to them once they've been recreated by by Doctor uh, Doctor Mordenheim. But I'm pretty sure you can come up with some weird stuff. And I can imagine that if you if you fail like a crit. Like a like a critical failure or something like that. Like your arm falls off and has to be, mm-hmm. be put back on, oh. cartoon style. Oh no! It actually <laughs> describes that that you will come back as a reborn, which is uh, which is a creature from the first chapter of this book. Ooh. So yeah, so so you will be reborn as a reborn. Um, Fancy. Yeah. So, oh no, there is stuff here. Oh yeah, cool. You're actually undead. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, that'd be pretty fun. That would be neat. So, yeah, there, there, there is, there is pretty cool stuff going on here. Um, but hold on, I lost my place in a little more here because <laughs> I had to go back to, I had to go back to chapter one. So, so the weird thing is, is that despite the fact that there is all these monsters and stuff like that, I wouldn't put this very high on the level scale. Um, only because Dr. Mornheim is physically weak. And I don't yeah. and I don't even know if you're even supposed to be defeating her. I would imagine the the key to unlocking this area is probably reuniting Elise with Mordenheim somehow. Like have yeah. those two just I don't know, hash it out or maybe just have like Mordenheim take but put at least out of her misery so she could finally learn oh that's the missing component i was looking for for the unbreakable heart and then that like unlocks the mists or something like that but there is i don't know this this area it it feels it's weird because there's there's a very dark like part of it but on top I it's weird. I really don't feel like there's a lot going on here. Am I wrong in thinking that? No, I was I was feeling the same way. It's just what is it? It's the classic Frankenstein thing, right? But what are the players gonna do? Are they just gonna find Elise and take the heart? I mean, the heart is an artifact. Yeah, it does make you immune to like disease and a bunch of other crap or whatever. But it doesn't like. What's the point? Like you said, like maybe what? Like you reunite them and then they realize that oh, you know. Wanting to die is the last ingredient or whatever. Something yeah. along those lines. But I think this is more of like a... I don't know. I, I, honestly, out of all, the, all of these four, this is, I was actually very excited when I started reading this one, but I got pretty let down towards the end. It was It's a cool story. It's a cool backstory, but I don't I don't think I will be running that. All the other ones have... Even if it's not like action-heavy, all the other ones are pretty fun to run and very interesting to find the secrets of this one is just like oh everybody who the dark everybody knows where the dark lord is um there's a crazy monster walking around with a glowing heart uh okay what's, let's kill both of them what what is really like kind of off-putting is that this section is only six pages like yeah like i actually what's it because the final part is the serving dr mordenheim table and it, there's only four parts so i was like oh okay what's next what the hell? It goes into the next area, and I'm like, yeah. "Wait a minute, am I missing?" No, it's not. Which like, is weird because it's like it's a Frankenstein-based. You would think that they'll have a lot more material to f- pull from. Yeah, it it is, it is really weird. It it kind of feels like 
Okay, I know. We're kind of going off the discussion here, but it kind of even feels like the creators are just like, I don't know, man. Just throw something in there. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> we need, Yeah, like we need to have a Frankenstein theme. Yeah. So let's just do something. I mean, I, I like... Okay, so I like the backstory for the Dark Lord. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's room to play there. I feel like it. this is this is a very short adventure. This is like a plop it in between in a, in a campaign. That's a side quest type situation. Like if it, if it was something like taking the idea that we had from the last episode where it's like, Oh, you have to go through certain domains of dreads and stuff like that. Like have like the, the first one be like the first area be Dementlu. Have the second one be Lamordia. You got to get the unbreakable heart for whatever reason. Yeah. And then pop on out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. This is not, this is not, this is not a very hefty, uh, domain at all? No, it's at, it because it, even it it, it, it it doesn't say that the people are suffering or anything. Like, there's no like drive to you like I gotta save these people. You know, like, I mean, I don't it talks it talks about how it talks about how like there is radiation in certain parts of the area and how there's like a, a threat of starvation. But then it's like, oh, but the machines are taking care of that, and we have whaling right. ships and whatnot. So it's like, uh, you know, like yeah. what? It, yeah. It, I, I completely understand. I completely understand where you're coming from. Like, where is the drive for this adventure? And it's like, it's obviously just going to be a lease. Like, you have to find a lease or something like that. Like, there's no, yeah. there's no, there's nothing that jumps out at me. Like, oh, okay, this is, you know. And it's, it's weird because like I was reading this, I'm like, yeah, guns, you know, clockwork stuff. And it's like, oh, hmm. oh, that's that's it. Okay. Yeah, and and it, and it's weird because you have this really sparsed out land. Because the map is kind of big, but then you have Newfettenberg and Ludendorff, and then that's kind of it, you know. And it's and and like everything else in between. It this 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 place feels empty in a weird way, yeah. and I don't yeah, yeah. You, you know not empty, not necessarily even empty on like physical. I just empty empty in drive, if that makes sense. I feel like I feel like the session of the book needed two more pages. Like yeah, it, it just, honestly. you know, like, like everything else had, everything else had a pretty cool gimmick. Like Kardakis was like, Oh, you, you know, you know, you know, the dark Lord the whole time he was there, the, you know, and even like Dementlu had like some, and like Borka and had some pretty cool stuff. But this one's just like, Oh yeah, there might be a chance that the doctor is going to take you and yeah. turn you into a monster. But it's like, yeah. when was the last time we actually killed a player? Yeah. <laughs> right. Or player character. I meant not a player. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Lamordia, cool on paper. Yeah, but if you really, if you're really like, really want to run an adventure there, you're gonna have to do a lot of work. It might be. It, well, it might be a fun. It, it, it might be a fun experiment. I I, I, I think this would be more of like a cool adventure to have like a sort of a day in the life of like, oh, I'm yeah. a, I'm a miner in New Fettenberg. Oh, what the fuck is going on in this mine? <laughs> yeah. You know, like like it's weird because like the the side things. The things going off on the side are more interesting than the actual, you know, central plot. Like, what's going on with the whales? What's going on with the mines? Yeah. I don't really care about yeah. Dr. Mornheim, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> she did nothing wrong. Well, she did. Well, no, she did a lot of things wrong. <laughs> All right. So, that's, I mean, uh, uh, probably my least favorite of the fours that, I, that we talked about today. I will probably put it at the bottom of my list of all the ones we've talked so yeah. far. Um, not not bad at all, and not and like content wise, like, not content wise, and uh, on ideas wise, like you know what I mean. Like it's not like oh, it's complete trash. I will never play this or so far. This, but yeah, so far this is like the Godfather three of you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah. it's not bad on its own, but compared to all the other ones, uh, right? Exactly. Know? So so, but yeah, sweet. So we talked about more four more uh, domains of dread. Uh, if you want to listen to our other f- eight. 
make sure to uh, check out part one and two on Spotify, uh, I- Apple iTunes, um, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, <laughs> we're probably there. Stitcher? I don't know. <laughs> we actually are a Stitcher. Hey, <laughs> hey look at that. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully you uh, learned something new or, or, or found something that you might want to run. Make sure to leave us a comment uh, if you liked it or disliked what we talked about or if you have any ideas of how to improve uh, Dr. Frankenstein's version of uh, D&D here. Yeah. But with that, let's move on to our next segment. My favorite, I feel of all. I feel like okay. One last final thought. I feel like oh my god. I, oh. No, 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 no. It's just I, I was reading Lamordia and I'm like, this doesn't work for this engine. This would be a lot better for like Call of Cthulhu or something yeah. like that. You know? Yeah, because I love Call of Cthulhu is a lot more investigative. Investigative. Yeah. Anyways, um, but anyways, so let me talk about news real quick because it's not a lot, and then we'll jump to uh, session highlights. But the news so, is my favorite part. I don't want to talk about. No, it's not. Shut up. Session yeah. highlights. Sorry. So. So the, the mysterious book that leaked, quote-unquote, um, on Amazon, it's actually uh, Critical Role Call of the Netherdeep. <laughs> that name is just... <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, I'm lukewarm to it. I'm, I'm going to get the book, obviously, but... Mm, I get it. I get it. The Critical Role is huge. It has It makes millions of dollars a year on the show. You know, it's. I think well, now it's we cool officially that, know it makes millions of dollars of you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, I get it. Uh, we already had the Matt Mendoza, Martin Mercer book. I'd much rather this than Magic, honestly. Yeah. Because this is this is at least still like very rooted in D and D. But God damn it, give us the classic. There's so many other books that we want. I mean, it's just, why? So the weird thing about it was was that give us Spelljammer, damn it, you coward. I, the weird thing about it was like literally, I'm looking, I'm looking at the at the news thing on Facebook from Dungeons and Dragons, and the first comment, the most upvoted one is, "Oh, I was expecting Spelljammer." <laughs> and, and everybody, everybody is just like, and and you know what's really weird is that this book was announced, and you 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 put it up on the group chat, and we were just all like, "Okay, cool." You know, like I'm yeah. not I'm not a fan of Critical Role. Like I never really got into it, but yeah. you know, hey, I might get it down the road. And apparently, the rest of the world was on fire because of this. Like, like I was like, oh, Critical Role, what the fuck? And there was like a huge backlash. Apparently, yeah, it was weird. Like I will say, like usually, usually it's like either fifty fifty, right? When it comes to like Twitter hate or whatever. But this one got like I will, I will you know, rough number estimation here for like twenty percent. Yay! Awesome critical role and eighty percent. What the fuck? Well, no, there was there was twenty percent. Yay! Seventy five percent. Ah, fuck critical role and five percent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like it's, it's it's like people were getting all freaked out, like oh they're pandering to critical role and stuff like that. Okay, you know you don't you, you know you can just not buy the book. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> It's not, I just love the memes. The memes. The memes are just great. It's not like it's not like Wizard of the Coast. Like, all right, we're only coming out with three more books, and this is one of them. Fuck you. You know, it's nothing like that. Right. It's just right. That's it. That that this is the last book for five e. Yep. No. Like, no. Nothing else. <laughs> it's like yeah. who cares? Like you know, and we have the other. We have the other Monster Manual Part Two thing coming up. Anyway, yeah, so. and and we're gonna get an evolution in 2024? 2022? 2024, yeah. 2024. So God, it's gonna be forever. Yeah, um, whatever that means. But, uh, uh, 5.5. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's just like, dude, at the very least, if you... 
if you are going to get the book and you're really that butthurt about it, then just cannibalize some of the mechanics on from it because there's probably going to be mechanics or monsters. Or <laughs> That's whatever. why I get it because the other book had like the time, the time wizard and like a bunch of other cool yeah. shit. Yeah, haven't used it. I should, probably should have looked into that when Octavia dies. Um, mm. But like, there's always stuff there. I'm gonna. I like I, how you I mean, said Matt when, Mer- not if. But when. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt Mercer. So Matt Matt Mercer. I mean, you have to give it to the guy. He's an amazing uh, world builder. Oh yeah. And this is like a whole. This is an actual full adventure. You know. Yeah. That's gonna be cool stuff. Am I excited about it? Not really. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. That was the big announcement. Um, the other thing that has been going around, which I love, is the little snippets of the new dragons from Fizzbin. Oh my god. Um, that dragon yeah, so they posted like, on the chat. Fuck. Well, man. they have um, like if you go to their Facebook, you'll see them. They keep posting them. They have an uh, uh, an eye drake, mm-hmm. which is like a dragon with the face of a bull with horns, and inside of his mouth is an eyeball. Oh no! <laughs> and his wings, like the it's like a like a demonic wings, <laughs> and at the tip of the little like little cartridge cartridges things, like at the end, is a bunch of eyeballs. Ah. Why? Yeah. yeah. So there's that one. There's the elder brain dragon, which looks disgusting. <laughs> have you seen what the old elder brain dragon used to look like, though? No, I have not. I'm trying to see if I can pull it up because is it, it is is, is is the one I showed an improvement because uh, it kind of it, it's it's an improvement in some ways, but in some other ways it's like oh okay they did it because the other one's also kind of disturbing. You keep uh, I'm, well, I'm gonna I'm no, gonna try I'm, to pull it up. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's you know. Um, other than that, I th- oh well, the well, the I think from last episode, the Wild Beyond the Witchlight release, I got it. Beautiful book. I read the intro. I'm excited about it now. Um, and of course, Monster of the Multiverse um, is uh, on the way too. <sighs> but that's it. That's all I have for news. Unless you have something else. No, but I am gonna I am gonna pull up a picture of this of this horrifying thing real quick so you can get a good look no, at it. No, I don't I don't want it. No, it's too too damn bad. No, I don't. no, I don't care what you. I don't care what you want. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be faster than that. I am gonna. Be, I, I, I'm working as fast as I can. This is what the industry calls dead air, Andrew. Yeah. So our whole, our, our whole freaking podcast <laughs> is dead air. Shut up! No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. But yes. Do we even have session highlights? We do. We still. We had a session. Did we? We did. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Get a get a oh. face full of that. What do you send it through? Oh, uh, Zoom. Oh my God! What are you sh- magic? Are you showing me here? Uh, oh no, my computer. There you go. Where is it? I think it looks cooler. <laughs> it looks it looks more disturbing, right? Yeah, no, it does definitely look more disturbing. <laughs> like, I think the second mouth on the other one it makes it a little bit more disgusting. Yeah, there, there is there. The the thing about the like um, elder brain dragon in five E, it's like at a glance, it's like oh okay, it's not so bad. But then you look at the smaller details, like <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, but oh, but the, what kind of dragon is that? Opens his mouth, a second mouth comes out. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> like instantly barfing his. <laughs> Like how, like how the black dragon just like. So, uh. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> all right. Anyway, so that's the news. Um, we'll we'll keep in touch, and you know, we'll, we bring you news, but not in breaking record because we release every two weeks. So yeah, this I'm sorry. We, we yeah, we, 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 we tried. We strike when the iron's nice and cold. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's not very efficient, but we do it anyways. Anyways, 
Let's move on to session highlights. Andrew, as always, you go first. Session highlights, session highlights. Session highlights. Is it weird that my highlight is not the combat for this one? <laughs> uh, because everyone yes. everyone was looking forward to the combat, but then that got resolved. Oh my god, the build up to that. And combat. then that then that combat got resolved real fucking quick. So then you guys, you're went, welcome. So then so then you guys went to town and you you met the one NPC that everybody wants to punt into the fucking frozen lake next to East Haven, <laughs> Ronaldo, which led, which led to my highlight where Ronaldo was talking and Swift just rudely interrupts him going like, I'm sorry, do we know you? <laughs> that, whole, that whole thing, honestly, that was, uh, just so you know, that's also my highlight. That whole interaction was so like naturally awkward like we've all been there it was just it was just from the moment you guys met him like everyone's like i fucking hate this guy <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and everybody in town kind of hates him too so it's like but it's like why doesn't anybody do anything about this i'm pretty we could beat the fuck out of this guy and no one's gonna say anything <laughs> to teach him a lesson yeah. <laughs> so, that being so awkward okay so so what happened was that do, do, do you want me to just give like a quick rundown of the entire yeah. session? Okay, so yeah. when we last when we last left off, the players were being cornered by a frost giant skeleton, which they are level two at this point. This a frost yeah. giant skeleton is like a death sentence. So thinking yeah. quickly, Octavio summons Chief Rindar from his orc stone, and Chief Rindar comes out and beats the living fuck out of this frost giant skeleton. Like it's just like it immediately. It's not even a fight; it's murder at this point. And and then everyone's like, "Oh, okay, that wasn't so bad." And <laughs> well, what I love about all that is that the guy goes down, and the freaking will o' wisps are still there fighting me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're still fighting this little will o' wisp. Like. <laughs> The whole party is like this epic battle back and forth, like in the front, in the forefront of the camera. And in the background, it's just me just punching this little <laughs> yeah, balloon. And you're sweating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I almost got him, guy. And, and, was... and then Mittens comes up and just... Yeah. <laughs> just, just stabs him real quick. Like, guys, it's not even that big of a deal. Um, so then, sitting you guys find a cauldron that makes, like, infinite soup, and it's great. And you bring it back into town. You show it to the speaker. The speaker, like, tries not to cry when he realizes that his food problems are solved. And then you go... and No, no. First you go... First you go back to the White Lady Inn, because... Gar is like hanging on by a thread. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> were all like he was, he was at zero for like two hours of this session. He was. He was <laughs> what I love about all that, what I love about all that is that Howard, as a character, will be talking. I mean, as a player, will be talking, and Swift's like, "Wait, you're dead." So he will describe it as Gar will just like out of nowhere stop talking. Like, oh yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just talking and sleep just. You guys should investigate. Like, hey guys, the maybe you shouldn't do that. Right. <laughs> uh, investigate the cauldron. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but um so so Gar is like out for two hours of this. <laughs> yeah. And so so they drag him to the white lady in to, to like get him some healing, and that's when they meet Ronaldo, who is who is a halfling psychic who for whatever fucking reason I gave him a Texan accent, so now I gotta oh, yeah. stick with that Texan accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and immediately upon meeting him, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Swift and Beery are like, we're gonna kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad their anger is not focused towards me anymore. Yeah, they just immediately shifted the abuse <laughs> yeah. to this person. And it's like and it's like the only reason why you're still alive is because it's illegal to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you step out of town with us for a second. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and that was pretty much it. That was that was pretty much the whole session. Um I mean honestly but for me too, and the little bits that I talked about, but like I think one of my favorite moments was the fact that like Octavio for the first time got paid for something that he did. And you guys got money paid kinda, a lot. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, and it was like the first time that he got money for something that he actually worked for instead of just get like a handout from his family. Mm-hmm. And I described it as he grabs the money and he just started crying because it was the first time he, <laughs> he actually just, was he useful. Just grabbed it, and started rubbing the coins all over his face. <laughs> no, not because it was money. Because um, he, he, you know, he earned that. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot what money smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that copper? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what do you what do you mint these with? <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was great. You guys you guys came under a windfall of cash finally. After, yeah. I think it was like session three. Barry's like, man, we gotta make some fucking money somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're running dangerously low. And, and then it's like, speak for yourself. He's like covered in gold <laughs> chains and shit. <laughs> Rings, yeah. a coat, <laughs> a crown for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, everyone's gonna be rolling for starter gold now. No one's gonna be taking the the yeah. price set. Fuck that. Well, to be fair, he was he was naked for like the first session. He, he was like, naked for like to forty get minutes, and then and then he came out of it with like seventy two gold. So he's fine. <laughs> oh, he also did roll pretty high. Too, he also so. yeah, he also did roll pretty good. Yeah. So oh man, but then but uh, but. Yeah. But then we leave off with the with the adventurers probably going to adopt some axe beaks or dogs or something. We don't know yet. As as long as you queue up the Chocobo theme song. Maybe I do, will. Do, do, do. Yeah. Then don't don't play it here. No. <laughs> That's copyright. Square Enix is coming after us. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, It's fine. As long as it's not Nintendo, we're good. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So Oh shit. All right. Uh, I think I think that's all we have for today. Yeah, that's all I got. Sweet. Thank you, everybody, for joining us one more time for another episode of a Talk of Opportunity. Um, nights. Make sure to nights. Uh, make sure to join us uh, live every Wednesday. We're trying to do it every Wednesday. Just life keeps getting away, birthdays and things, and just keep happening. Well, holidays uh, it, are going to be coming up. Yeah, it's we're probably going to have like a break here soon, most likely all of December. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know things happen but for the most part every wednesday we have our dungeons and dragons live stream with the whole group and we're going currently going through drama the frost maiden uh, dm by andrew right. on tuesdays um we are doing uh, epic library of epic games where we play my huge library of epic like epic store games that i've been just compiling because they're free so i just keep getting them um and then on thursdays uh alex also does epic library of epic games so tuesday's me thursday's alex um for the same reason, there's been burdens and stuff, but we're trying to be as consistent as possible. So thank you guys for joining us when you do join us. Um, but with that, make sure to follow us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, uh, subscribe slash follow us on Twitch. Um, make sure to leave a like on our podcast and just leave a comment. Let, let us know what you think. What would you like to hear us ramble about um, for two hours or so? 
But we are approaching our season finale. I think the next one is the last episode. Yep, the next one's going to be the, um, the, the, the final one. Yeah, for season two. Um, and then we're going to start with season three, where we talk all about the stock market. Yeah, where we talk about the trading part of towns. <laughs> what would what what would be the main export of water, Dave? Besides water. prison labor? <laughs> no, it's water. <laughs> water. <laughs> it's called water, Dave. Um, but yes, thank you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful week, rest of your week, uh, or start of your week. Um, but this comes on a Wednesday, so midweek. Mm. Man, I really need to think about when these episodes come out. Hump day. Uh, some hump day. Uh, but yes, make sure to join us, guys. And as always, keep on gaming, keep, keep on having a good time, and stay safe out there. Mm-hmm. And with that, you guys have a good night, and we'll see you next night. Maybe? Or live every week. Maybe? I don't know. We'll see you when you see it. Yeah. All right, you guys, have a good night. Get out of Bye. here, you. <laughs> <laughs>